Peace, peace. How's everyone doing? <laughs> I hope your weekend is going awesome. Yeah. <laughs> welcome, welcome to everybody who's here right now to check out this interesting topic today. Oh boy, oh boy, oh boy. <laughs> Hold on, let me, sh before we can begin, uh, let me show my face. Well, first, uh, Today's topic, uh, as you can see, you know, Israel is not a promised land. Oh, my God. Hmm. Is it or is, isn't it? No? So today, we're going to answer certain questions. Hold on. Let's see. 
Uh, what's going on, everybody? Here I am. <laughs> Hopefully, that little soundtrack you heard earlier was in, in your liking. You know, I wanted to have something playing while I was gathering certain scriptures and stuff like that. So there you have it. I know it's going to be a very interesting topic. <laughs> they call it hot topic, you know, hot topic. No wonder on my description I have, uh, it says, viewer discretion is advised. Be careful because some things they're going to hear today is going to be like, oh, my God, that's not true. Impossible. So, you know, all, um, what I can say, there is a Congolese prophet. His name was Simon Kimango. He said something when he came about the Bible, right? When, you know, he had his awakening and he started his ministry. Some of his disciples say, well, should we throw away the Bible? He say, no. He say, you must catch the thief with the thing that he has stolen. You know, that was his quote. So, what I'll try basically to do to follow his steps, uh, I'll try to use the Bible, the Torah, right? To use the same book, because when you get any modern Bible, it has 66 books. There's usually like, before you can get into the, inside the book, there is a map, map section you know in the beginning of the page and in the back right so you can look quote-unquote ancient maps right and you see the name oh okay galilee nazareth and also right i mean yeah it matches right but today we're gonna use the same bible you have hmm? we're gonna look inside and see who's the liar right the scripture says what let the most high God be true. I'm using that. Let the most high God be true, but everyone, including myself, be a liar. So I'll do today. I'll use the Bible, common sense, and the Bible. <laughs> and a little bit of history here and there. But like I say, viewer discretion is advised because some people's feelings might be hurt today. Because we're just going to use with the things that they have stolen. You know? And we're just going to put it back and say, well, it's your writing. You said it right here. It's not me. It's you. No, it's you, me. No, you. <laughs> so this thing was burning in my mind. I was like, how should I put this? Huh? Because, uh, we're living in some interesting times, you know. The truth, it's like a turtle, right? You know, step by step, right? There is a quote by a Congolese musician. His name is Kofi Olomide. He says, Lokuta eyaka na sanser, me verite yena escalier pe ekomi. So to translate, he said, a lie comes up faster through the elevator, right? Right? But he says the truth takes its time through the steps and will reach its destination, basically. We'll reach it sooner or later. You know, it takes time, but the truth will reach there. But the, the lies are whoo, so fast. So, like Simon Kimon said, you catch the thief with what he has stolen. 
How would you know what he stole if you don't catch him with the item that he stole? So today, let me show you. The topic at hand is why Israel is not the promised land. Why Israel is not the promised land. So, you know, for the viewers out there listening, you probably have an idea. You say, well, what, what does fasting mean? What do you mean, right? And to those who are part of the Hebrew Israelite community, they'll be like, well, wait a minute. What are you talking about? We have the evidence in history. I'm like, it's okay. Calm down, my brothers and sisters. Just calm down. I know you guys, you know, love history, love research. So don't worry. This is actually going to help you see something greater and bigger than ever, ever before. You're going to be like, whoa, I never saw this. Yeah. Now, before I can continue, first, I would like to shout out to Prophet Mikhail Massa. He's a brother who's been on YouTube, probably longer, who's been uh, simply put. He's been speaking on saying that, no, the maps they gave us is wrong. When you look at the Bible, everything throughout the Old Testament happened within Africa. It was always inside Africa, nowhere else. You may get a sprinkle here and there when I mention India. In the book of Esther, where I talk about the Persian Empire, but almost everything happened within Africa, particularly Central Africa, the heart of the dark continent. But people didn't believe him back then, right? And like I say, research takes time. You know, nobody knows everything. That's the beauty of it. If I knew everything, I wouldn't be here with you speaking. So his finding years ago, right, was leading him in that direction. And when I heard the message, it clicked. Why? Because I was heading towards that direction. And it started to make sense to me. Me coming from, you know, Central Africa, a lot of things, when you start to look at it, it starts to make more sense. Much more sense. Now, let me pull up uh, my uh, camera. And I want to say hello to everybody coming in. And I want to, I don't really want to rush this, but there's so much to say. I'm hoping I don't reach two hours talking about this. And probably later on, I'll have an open panel so people can join. But uh, let me remove my camera. And let me show you this book I bought a, a few years ago. I, I actually bought two copies because uh, one I gave to somebody else to borrow. Hopefully you can see it. See this book? It's called Atlas of the Transatlantic Slave Trade, right? This is the cover. There is a hard cover and a soft cover. How about the soft cover? This book was published in 2010. And basically, a, it's a book that gives you uh, the records of the trades and shows you the maps, right? They collected the, the original maps. The, where the ships were going, etc., and also it quotes like on certain pages, right? It would quote, for example, let me show you. It would quote some some historical writings. There's a lot of reference, right? Because, like I say, there are other movements movements within the West, especially in America, saying that the "quote unquote" transatlantic slave trade never happened. Where there is almost <laughs> unlimited evidence. And we know those who did the slave trading, they're not going to give you every evidence. <laughs> I 
I mean, if they didn't tell you who you are and where you came from, why would they tell you anything else? Why would you expect them to tell you any quote-unquote detail that will lead you to the affirmation you're seeking when you don't even know who you are? They don't tell you, okay, uh, yeah, you were working for us. You were our servants, but this is where you came from. They didn't tell you. They just say, oh, you, you came from West Africa. That's it. Okay, where? West Africa is broad. There are multiple territories. Where? Which tribe? What section? So and so, who am you see? So that that's the book. I want to use this book because I've I've reserved uh, pictures to show you why I'm bringing up a little bit of history and using the Bible to answer the question why Israel is not the promised land. Let me pick an image that's very popular right now. I'll show you too. In, uh, see this? It's showing you the course of the transatlantic slave trade. Look at the arrow, right? We, where is the largest number of people coming from? Let me get closer. What does it say? It says what? West Central Africa. Right? They've told you, West Africa, West Africa, West Africa. Even with that part, they didn't tell you the whole truth. Look, I mean, what, what's the saying? A picture is worth a thousand words. So when they tell you, oh, you're from West Africa, they're not lying, but they're not telling you the whole truth. And let me go here. Look at, look at the movements, the arrows, where they're going, right? And let me go down. You guys see that? To the area you call Egypt, Palestine, Middle East. What do you see? Do you see people coming from Palestine being sold as slave all over the earth to the Americas, to Europe, to Asia, to Australia? No. But what, what do you see? Where is the air coming from? Huh? Like I say, truth is stranger than fiction. A lot of people don't like the truth. The truth is so bitter. Like I say, that's why I put the viewer discussion advice. A lot of people are going to be hurt today. You know, a lot of people are going to be hurt today. Let me look up another map. There's a lot of maps. You need to get that book. Hmm? You need to get that book. And just letting you know, more quote-unquote slaves were taken to South America than North America. Brazil had more people from Central Africa than any other nation on earth. So, a lot of people don't even look at the slave trade that happened in Brazil. Mm -hmm. They were taken there first in the 1500s. I'm going to show you also another map so you can see over time, how many people, like the number of people who are being taken 
from let me see okay you see that now the bigger arrow where it's showing you where the trades are happening which one is thicker where where which territory is quote unquote the slaves are being taken from and going to where huh ghana senegal cameroon nigeria togo benin Like I say, get this book. We got the money. Started going up because there's started, there's not enough copies printed. Hopefully they'll do it. it was a revision, like you know, when they publish they republish a book that's been published a long time because they're out of copies. That is a uh, one particular topic. I wanted to bring this up before I forget everything. So I'll put the map in the screen so you can have an idea. You see there? So that way it's sort of seeing me tumbling and everything. I want to put this image to show you what happened. Please let me remove the banner so you can see the whole thing. Now I'm about to go deeper. Huh? I said earlier, you catch the thief with what he has stolen. They stole the Bible, right? They twisted, turned, did whatever with it. But guess what? The Bible still speaks truth some way, somehow, and it's about to tell us today. <laughs> Let's get into it. Now, let me show you a picture before I go back to that. <clears throat> you have today a nation called Israel in a land that used to be called Palestine. It was established in 1948. This is history. And the story was, you know, quote unquote, the Jewish people who've been scattered, who were diaspora. The UN decided, you know, with Europe to bring the quote unquote Jew, Jewish people back into the land after the whole World War II. I don't want to get, get into it. That's politics. But I'm just giving you a background of how this nation was established. Now, uh, there is even a video by, done by a Jewish journalist where he was going to Tel Aviv and to different parts of Israel, asking the citizens, the Israelis, basically saying, uh, you know, what do you think about the whole Israel thing, right? He was asking a question saying, how do you know this is your land? Like, what's your claim? Who are your ancestors? Who are your fathers, right? And there was one particular Israeli citizen who's actually, uh, the irony, he's from France. He held, uh, like, it wasn't the Bible, but it was like, he says, what's your claim to the land of Israel? He says, the Torah, the Torah is my promise. Huh? Now, all of the people listening, if you're quote-unquote religious, if you're Christian, Hebrew, Israelite, Judaism, Islam, whatever, you understand the whole religious part of things, right? The promise of God, you know, if you're following religion. So, the, according to the Israelis, right, they're unison on it. You know, even though 
like I say, the scripture says the forked tongue, you know, tiptoeing, you know. But you know, some even though some of them are from Morocco, Tunisia, Algeria, Jordan, you know, Turkey, you know, I you know, I don't want to do anything. I don't want to, I just giving you a picture. But they say, Oh, you know what? The Torah is my evidence of the promise of Abraham. This is the land of my fathers. Yeah. The Torah, the Torah, which is the Old Testament, right? The, the five books of Mo, uh, five books of Moses, Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, Deuteronomy. And interesting enough, I'll use the Torah to show you they're liars. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, oh boy, oh boy. Now, coming back, I'll give you a little bit background of the story, right? So you have a nation that's established proclaiming that they're, quote-unquote, the diaspora of the biblical Israelites coming back to the land, the original Judean. And they're telling you the land they call Palestine is the original land that, quote-unquote, God gave to Abraham that his children's children, his descendants, will inherit. And it's a land of milk and honey. It has everything. And it's where the original Garden of Eden was. Right? Right, right, right. Okay. Okay. Ah. Now, but here's the reality for those of you who know. I've never been to Israel, and I don't even think about planning to go there. I don't even have to. I used to when I was in ignorance, but now I'm like, I don't, I don't even want to go there. I, won't, I, I don't care. Why would I want to go to there? Common sense will tell you there's always conflict, right? Even though the scripture says that when the Mosul will bring back his scatter, the remnant of his people who are scattered over the earth, when you bring them back to their own land, when they're united as one, finally, there'll be no more war. There'll be no more trouble. Everybody will be at peace, even their neighbors. Huh? Like I say, we talk about the Torah, the Tanakh, which is the book of the prophets, Isaiah, Jeremiah, all those guys, Ezekiel, right? We're sticking more right now in the Torah, religious part of the scriptures. So watch this. Uh, all right. Huh? So, they say that's the promised land. The Mosai said it's the land of milk and honey, right? There's fruitful uh, uh, scenery, forest, wild animals, rivers upon rivers. It says that place never dries up. Why? Because the Mosai keeps it, what? Green with the waters, his rivers brings life to the land the land has everything every riches you can imagine that's why it's called the land of milk and honey the Canaanites took it took over it but when the Israel came they kicked them out but they didn't exterminate all of them so they became neighbors but not all of the land was what you call quote unquote control because the, like I said it's a holy land so through our scriptures you see God's people being taken out of the land being kicked out Returning, kick back, meaning the diaspora to back to the land happens so many times. Sometimes you feel like the people are coming from somewhere, from one location to another. But no, they started there. And I will use the Bible to prove it to you. So when you hear Israel, what people think? They think this, that flag, eh? and, you know. These individuals who represent the nation of it's a it's a country just like you have France, Belgium. It's a country today. It's named Israel, but the question is: Is it related to the Israel of the Bible? 
That is a question that everybody should have. And they tell you that Jerusalem is over there. Like, no. like I say, we will use their own words with the Torah because they say the best everything with the Torah, right? The UN, everybody, religious leaders you have here in America, most Christian religion churches says what? That's the land of God. We need to support those people. It's the promised land. People go there. But whenever I see every picture related to the promised land, it's a desert. You know what's interesting, though? For, for my Hebrew Israelites out there listening, isn't it written that the Mosai says that he gave Esau a land filled with jackals? It's a dry land. You can grow anything full of rocks. Doesn't that sound like the modern Jerusalem over there? A land without a safari, without greens, without minerals, but it's full of what? Rocks, deserts, dust. Huh? We need to think here right now. We need to use the brain the Most High gave us, right? Right? Let's put emotions aside and let us use logic and open our eyes and actually see the scriptures as it is written according to them. Because they say what? The Torah is my promise. That's what they say. And I'm, I listen to it. So, like I say, the Most High said, let the Most High God be true, but let every man a liar. Now, I'm about to start with my first question from the Bible to ask ourselves, is more than Israel the original land that, that, uh, that had the... Uh, location of Eden being placed there. Let me show you this image. Oh boy, oh boy, oh boy. All right. What do you see there? It's a map. For those of you who don't know, it's the African map. And the focus is more Central Africa. Now, the words Ethiopia unexplored territories, I added that because one of the oldest maps of Africa from like the 1300s, 1200s, even as late as the 1700s and 1800s had what you call the equator line marked as Ethiopia or Katiopia, depending on the language. And it says territory unexplored or unexplored territories yet to be discovered. And if you look at today's map, you know what that location is? The Democratic Republic of Congo, previously known as Zaire. And north to it is the Central Republican, the Central African Republic. Uh, you also got Uganda. You got uh, to the west side of Democratic Republic of Congo. You got the Republic of Congo. And if you go towards the shores, you have Gabon. South of it, you have Angola, Zambia, and then to the east, Tanzania, Rwanda, Burundi. Hmm? When you look at the map, please tell me, where do you see the desert and where do you see green pasture? 
where it's green, where there's life, because desert is what? Dry. There's no life, no water. How can you survive, right? Now, please tell, show me, you know, looking at the map, right? Because I got some verse. I'm about to read that verse. I'll use the American saying. It says what? A picture is worth a thousand words. Now, like I say, they told us Ethiopia in Hebrew is Cush, right? And Cush was one of the sons of who? Of Ham. Ham was one of the sons of who? Noah. And the word Ham means black. Huh? Huh? Cush also means black. <laughs> Interesting, isn't it? Huh? What picture do they show you of Noah? Right? There was a movie called Noah, whatever. What do they show you when you hear Noah on, on mainstream TV and media? What, what color do they show you? But wait a minute. If you were a religious person, you believe in the Bible, uh, Ham is the father of the Ethiopians. And science says what? Dominant and recessive. You can get a dominant out of the recessive, but you can get the recessive out of the dominant. So if Ham is the father of quote unquote the blacks, who was his father? <laughs> what color was Noah? Do <laughs> you see what I mean? Are you thinking right now? Hmm? We're catching the thief with what he has stolen. Mm-hmm. We're not there yet, but I'm opening your eyes because you have a lot of quote-unquote Christians who claim to believe in Christ, following Christ, and this Christ that they follow, what did he say? I am the way, the truth, and the life. He is the way, the truth, and the life. So the question is, why most Christians focus on what? The way, the life, but they forget the truth part. Most churches have the false image. We're not even supposed to have an image, but you put on a false image of Christ. When if you are not lazy and you open your Bible, you'll see that that can be the image of Christ. Not, not only that, it doesn't matter what image. You're not supposed to do that. That's what Moses said, right? And what did Christ say? That Jesus, you say, you, you, you follow? What did he say? He said, hear ye Moses and who? The prophets. I didn't come to do anything to change anything. I came to do, continue what Moses started. So there's no way if Christ says, I am the way to truth and life, that you as quote unquote his follower will miss that one part, truth. Are you already a follower of Christ? Do you follow the truth? Or do you love lies? Because lies sounds good to you. It keeps you at ease. It keeps you, quote unquote, comfortable. Huh? How many out there actually take time to read and understand what they're believing? Yes. Uh, shout out to the person in the building. I can't tell. Okay, Tess. He says, yes. Oh, we'll get there. You know, we'll get there. But right now, I just wanted to have that picture so people can see. And now, let me go back to the image I had earlier. Now you know where, quote-unquote, Ethiopia is located at, right? Now let's go back to this image. And I marked this area right here. I said, promised land of Abraham. 
using it as a reference, right? Now, if you have your Bible, if you have your Bible, please go to, let me, let me put that verse in, in the screen because I really have it as a reference. Uh, actually, let me use this one. Yeah. If you can read it, it's in a book of Genesis chapter 2. Right? Let's see. Let me read it from my phone. Since, uh, all right. Oh. You know, the Bible is an amazing book. I always tell people, don't get caught up on, quote-unquote, the spiritual aspect. Even the historical aspect will blow your mind away. Genesis chapter 2, verse 13. Hmm? Now, before I get into this, this is why I tell people, not only have they lie on most things, they even changed the names and gave the location. But like I say, in their, in their uh, trying of deceiving the world, they made so many mistakes. Why? Because there's only so much lie you can lie. Like, do you know how many times the word Kush or Ethiopia is mentioned in the Bible? And what, okay, for you today, when you hear Ethiopia, where is it located? Was it located in North America, South America, Europe, Asia, Australia? Or is it located to where? Africa. Huh? Huh? Okay. Okay. We're going to get there. So when you hear Ethiopia, what do you think? Okay, you know, you don't have to say, I know, you know, I know that you know, that you know, Ethiopia is where? Mm, good answer. Okay, now let us open the Bible, King James Version. <laughs> Genesis chapter 2, verse 11. No, uh, sorry, 13. It's talking about the Garden of Eden, huh? Paradise. It says, right? Now, you know what? Let me read 10 and then go down to 13. Like I say, I want to, I don't want to get too caught up on other things because like I say, you read one thing, it doesn't make any sense that I'm like, don't worry. Don't focus on the destruction part. Focus on the truth part. It says in verse 10, and a river went out of Eden. Now to make people understand Eden was a name for what? The earth, right? A location, a place. Because at one time, the earth was one, one mass, right? Now, it says, out of Eden, to, uh, it says, and the river went out of Eden. It doesn't give you a location where, because it's one land. So you don't know where it's coming from, right? But it says, a river went out of Eden to water the garden. So it came from somewhere, and that river came towards where? The Garden of Eden. So the Garden of Eden was located somewhere. It's a garden. Listen to this. A garden. What is a garden? You have what? Plants? Hmm? Huh? Get it? You understand now? Huh? Let me go back to this image. Let me put this one. It says what? Uh, there is a river that's watering the garden, right? And it says what? And from thence, from where it comes from, it was parted, meaning it was split, and became into four heads. Huh? One river became four. Now, 
it's talking about you know back in the day because if you read the bible it tells you there was a time where the earth split the continent right there was a shaking and the the earth was divided but we're reading genesis 2 now watch this this is talking about from the beginning before the continent was split now we're gonna read in verse 13 this verse should bring anybody listening attention right because if you're about truth get ready to to have your mind surprised and blown away watch this verse 13 it says and the name of the second river is gihon right talking about what we read in verse 10 the same is that uh, it says the same is it that compass the whole land of ethiopia wait 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 it says the second river watering the garden is located where it compassed the whole land of ethiopia <laughs> what do you see in the map ethiopia in the hebrew it says kush one of the sons of who ham and according to christian theology this is what ham is who the ancestor of who the quote-unquote africans Oh boy, oh boy, oh boy, oh boy, oh boy, oh boy. <laughs> now, let me ask you a question. Uh, is Ethiopia, right? Because according to the scripture, it says the land that the Most High promised to Abraham, right? That he showed him. He says, You see, all this land, as far as the eye can see, your children will inherit it one day. And they're going to be multiple, they're going to be as the stars of heaven, right? Let me ask you this. Is Ethiopia located in Palestine? <laughs> come on, come on, come on, come on. Come on. Is Ethiopia located in Palestine? Hello? Is Ethiopia Kush? The land of Kush, is it located in Ethiopia? But the scripture says the God of Eden, even though years later it split, it says that location still existed. That's what the Most High gave it to Abraham because it says what? That's where the Most High resides, right? The God of Eden, it says what? One of the river compasses the whole land of Ethiopia. And where is Ethiopia located? According to the map? Oh, wait. Central Africa. And look at the map. It's not located in a desert, which is up there you know, towards Egypt and towards the Mediterranean. It's towards Central. Some part of the West African part, East, and going down those... You can even look at the lake right there. You know, the big lakes. It, you can see it all the way above the satellites. Wait a minute. No, I thought Israel, Palestine, Tel Aviv is the promised land, right? But where's Gihon? Where's the land that compasses the whole land of Ethiopia? That's where it's supposed to be located, all right? All right, 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 right. Huh? But wait a minute. What's, what's going on here? I mean, Christians out there listening, you're about the truth, right? You say we need to support Israel. 
because that's the promised land according to God in the Bible. But it seems to me you don't really read your Bible very well. Uh, Pastor, uh, explain to me uh, Genesis 2, verse 10 and 13. If one of the rivers that watered the Garden of Eden, which is uh, the land special to the Most High, one of the rivers is called Gihon, and it says it compasses the whole land of Ethiopia. Now, if part of the river that's supposed to water the the uh, the Garden of Eden is located in Ethiopia, what about the other three? Because it says there were one, they split into four heads, right? Are you are you listening? So. Without getting confused, let us just focus on that one river called Gihon, and it's located. It says compass, and let me read the dictionary, the Bible dictionary, and we're going to read also the secular dictionary. Let me go to the Bible dictionary of Genesis 2, verse 10, 13. It says uh, compass, the word compass. That's English, right? And they have the Hebrew or whatever. Now, what she says to turn, to turn about, or around, or aside, or back, or towards, go about, or around, surround, and encircle, huh? Encircle. Now watch this. Watch this. Let me show you this map. A clear map. What do you see there? You see the Congo River. The Congo River starts in an area called Shaba goes towards the east of the territories, go north, passes through the equator, and then goes to the west side, going all the way to the ocean. Now, if that doesn't tell you that compass the whole land of Ethiopia, and not only that, the Congo River is the bigger one. Now, let me add, from the Congo River, you have Ubangi Rivers. And watch this. Do you know that part of the Nile sources comes from the Congo River, they're connected. They're connected by the lake over there in the east towards uh, Uganda, and also the Congo River. You know? Did, did you know that? Huh? Now, if Central Africa was called was known in ancient time as the land of Kush for thousands of years, huh? The question is, who lied? It's their own source, right? We're using the Bible. Uh, I know people will get, you know, they want to debate. Like I say, we're not looking anything. If you have your Bible, if you're listening to me right now, especially to my Hebrew Israel brothers out there, huh? most of you have your eyes in Palestine. Yet you say that the devil lied. We can't trust him. But you go ahead and trust him showing you those maps. Do you really think he will show you or he will point you towards the right direction? Do you really think so? If you believe what you say? Simo <laughs> Kimbangu, a Congolese prophet said, after 100 years, the people will start opening their eyes. He was arrested, was put in jail for 30 years by the Belgians. Look him up, Simo Kimbangu. Again, brothers and sisters listening, 
I'm just using the Bible right now. I'm, it's not my words. You have your Bible in your eyes, right? Read Genesis 2, verse 13. Focus on that word Ethiopia. Don't focus on anything else. Focus on Gihon. It's a river. That's a, it says it's a river. That compass means surround or circles the whole land of Ethiopia. And according to ancient map, where was Ethiopia located at? The equator. Central Af Africa. The heart. Stay with me there. Now. Okay. Let me go to a verse in the book of Kings to show you that most of the stories you read in the Bible did not happen in Tel Aviv, did not happen in Palestine. Let's go. The book of Kings, the verse is there too. First King 1. Like I say, I'm not using my words. I'm using the, their own writings. Right? The truth, I say, the truth is bitter. It's very, very bitter. Huh? Bitter to the core. Now, let me read 1 Kings chapter 1. And let's go down to verse... I uh, believe going down to 22. Now, for, the, for those of you who don't know, the book of Kings is a record in the Bible that talks about the uh, kingship of the kings of Israel, right? The kingdom of Israel in the Bible, the Israelites. Now, let's start with verse uh, 23. And it's talking about the last, the last days of King David, right? Everybody knows the story of David, right? The, the, the young boy who was a shepherd killed a giant called Goliath. And everybody, you know, you've seen movies, Hollywood about it, taking the little rug and spin it, spin it, and throw it at the giant and hits him in the forehead and he falls down, takes a sword and chop, 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 chop his head out. And, you know, yeah, we all love that story as the little children, right? For those of you who are, you know, Christians and, you know, the stories of the Bible, right? You love David, the young boy. You know, I'm, I'm strong like David. Huh? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Was he in Palestine? Let's find out. <laughs> okay. Hmm. Let's see. All right. Hmm. Let me see. So let's go down to verse 33 because it's talking about uh uh let me start on 32 to give you the context. So it's so you'll know it's not my word. It says in in uh, 1 King 1, for those of you coming in, 1 King 1, chapter 1, verse 30. Uh, no, uh, 32. It says, And King David said, Call me Zadok, the priest, and Nathan, the prophet, and Benaiah, the son of Jehodiah. And they came before the king. Verse 33, oh boy, oh boy, we're coming there. The king also said unto them, take with you the servants of your Lord and cause Solomon, my son, to ride upon mine own mule and bring him down to where? To where? 
to Gihon. <laughs> David told the high priest to bring his son, who's soon to be king, to put him on a donkey, right? Mule? Yeah. Mule, I think, what? It's a half a, half a donkey, half a... Uh, let me see, I forgot. Yeah, it says, and bring him down to where? The river Gihon. And uh, what did we just find out earlier today, uh, a few minutes ago? Where is Gihon located at? Come on. You can do it. Where, 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 where is Gihon located at? Where, where do, does the river Gihon come pass about? Oh, 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 <laughs> wait, what? Gihon is where? And King David had his son walk on a mule to be announced as king by where? Where is the Gihon? Oh, oh, you don't say. And where is Gihon located at? <laughs> <laughs> ah, you know, the truth is beautiful. You know, I, we all read these passages, the stories, but we never really read to understand and see with the, you know, the scriptures talk about let the most high open the eyes of your understanding. Our eyes wasn't already open because we should have seen this years ago, right? Being an African, we should have seen it. We're like, wait a minute, they're bringing out this book, but it seems like everything in there it talks about Africa. But they tell us it's a desert over there in Palestine, a small, tiny land. I don't think it can fit the multitude of the children of Israel and the land of Canaan. He says, well, it was a big, big land, and it was what? fruitful that's what the most i say he says what that land i gave it to your fathers you need to go there and take it go there and take it and what did the israel do they did they went there they were supposed to get rid of all the people who took the, the promised land but you know what they did they left some of them and you know where you, you find the canaanites and everybody else in africa you don't believe me okay i'll show you Let's go to the book of Genesis. We're staying in the Bible. The book of Genesis, chapter 10. Oh, yes. The book of genealogies. Starting in verse 6. That, I'm just going to stick stop in that verse. And just let, you, let your understanding understand. It says, And the sons of Ham... Cush, Ethiopia, huh? and Mizraim, you know, who later on the land, he occupied the land they called Egypt or Kemet, Kamata, huh? food, who's later on became the possessor of the land you call Libya. But when you hear Libya, you think about more than Libya. No, it would look different back then, right? It went as far as what you call Morocco and all those land coming down to uh, Mauritania and all that stuff, Algeria, all those area. Yeah, there were once upon a time, that whole area was called Fut or Libya. Right? And it says, and who? Canaan. Now, watch this. 
logical speaking, they're brothers. So if Misraim is in Egypt, eh, and food is in Libya, still in Africa, eh, Kush, Ethiopia is where? In Africa. Let me ask you this. Where would Canaan be? Common sense. Where will Canaan be? If all of, you know, theology, they say, well, Ham is the father of the Africans. So if all of his brothers are living in the same area, where will Canaan be? And where did Canaan occupy? What land did he occupy? The Bible says what? The promised land. It wasn't theirs, but they took it on. You know, it wasn't promised to them. I'm not saying it. The Bible is. See? See how everything started to make sense? Huh? Everything is making sense now? Ethiopia? Hmm? Let me uh, switch. Let me put this up so you can see my face. Isn't this any clearer? It's not my word. I didn't write the King James Version Bible. I didn't. I was born in the 80s. I didn't write any Bible. No. But the people who brought the Bible to Africa did. <laughs> huh? Huh? Hey, what can I say? It's the Bible. It's the Torah. The Torah is my promise. Huh? You, you listening to me? You know, the guy who say, the Torah is my promise. Well, I'm reading the Torah right now. Uh, the Torah is saying, sir, I beg your pardon, but you are at the wrong location from what the Torah says. Where is the big river Gihon that compassed the whole land of Ethiopia located over there in Palestine. Show, please, please, like I say, I'm just quoting the Bible. So if you if you have the map that can show me Ethiopia over there and a river called Gihon that compasses it, I'll you know what? I'll come live and say, I'm sorry uh that I didn't verify my information, that I lied, but um we all know where Ethiopia is, right? Uh, it's not in Palestine. It's not in Sy Syria. It's not in Iraq. It's not in uh, Middle East. Where, where is Ethiopia? Uh, you see how I'm keeping a sample. Like, I haven't even dug deep into the, you know, I don't want to go too scholarly and be like, I'm a genius. I got books here. I was. No, all I'm doing, I'm just using the Bible's own words and a little bit of history sprinkling here, like a, cook, a chef, you know, putting a little grits, sprinkle some uh, Italian uh, spice, onion, and throwing, mixing the sauce a little bit. I'm not even going deep. I'm not even frying no fried chicken. No, I'm just sprinkling, you know, getting the, the food ready, mixing the sauce and everything before I can pull it in a bowl. That's how I'm doing right now. The fire is still warm. I mean, I haven't even lighted the fire yet. We're just sticking with the Bible. 
so far, I showed you in Genesis, said there was a river out of the earth, Eden, that was supposed to water the Garden of Eden, the location, right? It doesn't say where. But based on the description of the river, it says one of the river that came out of, that's connected to, quote, unquote, the original, quote, unquote, that one river that came out of somewhere, compasses, because it's giving a location and description, it says one of the river of the head compasses the whole land of Ethiopia. Compass means to surround, to encircle. Huh? I'm speaking to an English audience here, right? What does compass mean? To compass, a compass, you know, that's all English. It means what? To encircle, right? It'd be round, compass roundabout, you know, thus circling us. Huh? Okay, show me a land in Palestine, uh, I mean, a river in Palestine called Gihon that compasses the whole land of Ethiopia in that location over there. I'll wait. Cool. And let's see if you'll find it. <laughs> what do you think? Is the Bible the Bible any clear? Huh? Let me show you the uh, the map. Huh? Look at that old school map. It says what? Modern Ethiopia was never called Ethiopia. They called it what? The Empire of Abyssinia. Modern Ethiopia is a fake one. So. To my quote unquote uh, <clears throat> uh, Ali Selassie fans and uh, Rastafarian, you were duped. You were deceived. They lied. <laughs> it has nothing to do with Abyssinia. It has nothing to do with it. Show me Gihon. Show me a river that uncompressed that land over there. Yeah, you won't find it. It doesn't exist. Uh huh. Yeah, the Nile passes through it, but. That land was never called Ethiopia, and there's no river that quote unquote encompassed the whole land. No. But watch this. Look at Central Africa. You got the Congo River. Uh, oh, yeah. Look at how it does. Huh? Look at it right there. What, what is it doing? Started from the bottom, going up, 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 up. Looks like it's about to do a circle, and it's covering Central Africa where the quote unquote. When people were looking for, they said, we're looking for the people. They called, they're like, we can't get into that territory. It's too dense, too dark, forest. It's an unexplored land, even though people were living in there. To them, the people who are trying to colonize, they call that area what? Unexplored territories. But people were living there. My ancestors were living there. So by them calling it unexplored land, they were liars. Well, unexplored from their perspective, because people were living there already. So when you read a book, it says unexplored territories. You have to think unexplored to who? If people are already living there for th uh, thousands of years, hundreds of years, and so on. A lot of migration was happening before they even show. Before the Arabs were in Africa, people were already trading amongst each other. There was already civilization coming and going, coming and going. For thousands of years, right? Where was Egypt? <laughs> where were the empires of Ethiopia? Were? Where, where were they? Oh, Palestine, Middle East? No. So who's the liar? Huh? 
Is the Torah lying? Is the Bible lying to us? Is the Bible lying? Hmm? Let me show you a different map. Oh, okay. Yeah. Now I'm about to go to something very interesting also. We talked the title of the show. It says what? Let me go back to where again so you guys can see. Why Israel is not the promised land. Huh? Why Israel? So when you think of Israel today, who do you think? That. This is the Israel you're thinking of. That. This is the Israel you're thinking of with the quote-unquote made-up language. You know, just to interject certain facts, do you guys know that 80% of quote-unquote modern Hebrew is actually Arabic? A Jewish scholar came up with that language they speak right now. So even their own language is based on a lie. It has nothing to do with the ancient language. <laughs> but because it's quote-unquote a Semitic language, the world has accepted it as Hebrew. It's not. It's Arabic. Look it up. You have smartphones, don't you? Huh? Okay. Let me go back to this map. And let me remove the... Uh, let me remove the, uh, <clears throat> the banner. I can't believe I already spoke for an hour. That means uh, there's a lot to say. <laughs> We might be here for a few hours, but I don't want to do that because I know most of you probably don't don't care about listening. It's it's too much. Like I know it's too much truth. So uh, let's get into this now. Everybody listening, if you're familiar with the Bible, you've heard of Abraham, right? The ancestor of the quote unquote Israelites, the Jews, huh? The Judeans, because the empire was, was split into two, the kingdom. You had one nation called Israel that had 10 tribes, and then the other one was called Judea, which had uh, three tribes. But the tribe of Levi was not considered a tribe because they were part of the priesthood. So only Benjamin and Judah counted, right? And then later on, the Bible says that Dan, because of what they did, they were no longer counted as one of the ten tribes. Hmm? So, let's go to the Bible in the book of Genesis chapter 13. Genesis chapter 13. Hey, everybody listening, right? Do you have your Bible? Uh -huh. Hold on one second. Let me pull up that verse so I can put it on the screen because I think it is necessary for you to actually see it on the screen so that, you know, like the most I say, let, let every man be a liar and let every, let, let the most high be true. And brothers and sisters, when you see this verse, that's why I say you got to read the King James Bible. That is the, the best translation ever. Don't let anyone fool you. Let me put it in the chat and I'll post it in the screen so you guys can see it. You can read it together with me. Huh? Let's see. Let's read it all together. Slowly. 
it says, and Abram, that was before his name was changed to Abraham. Abram went up out of Egypt, meaning he got up and he's about to leave Egypt, right? To get out. It says, he, Abraham, his wife, Sarah, and all that he had, because he was very rich. He was a wealthy man. Now, he's getting, he's taking everything he's about to, to get out of there, right? It says, <clears throat> Abraham went out of Egypt, went up out of Egypt, he and his wife, and all that he had, and Lot, you know, Lot, his uh, nephew, with him. Wh and where were they going? Where was the direction they were going? Into the south. Where? Into the south. Where? Into the south. South side. South side. South side. What? What? Okay, watch this. Let me remove. Look at the African map. Where is Egypt located at? We come on. Those of us who know geography. Where is Egypt located at? Hmm? Egypt is located where? Oh, North East Africa or North Africa. Huh? Way up there towards the Mediterranean, right? Now it says Abraham was living over there for a few years. And it says there was a time where Abraham said, you know, I'm tired. <clears throat> you know, I'm, I may need to go back to where I came from because I came here because there was a famine and we, I left my land and I wanted to go to a place where, you know, I can survive because, you know, everybody always want to migrate or move to an area where they can have a better life. Like me being in America because things happen back home and we wanted a better life. That's why we're here. Right. Common sense. He, be, he became an immigrant in another nation. He became a quote unquote, the legal term for immigrant in, in America. They say, well, you're an alien, you know, an alien to the United States. So according to the United States, me being from the Congo, I'm an alien to an American. And I had to go to the legal system to get my papers to become a legalized citizen. Huh? So <clears throat> Abraham was an alien to Egypt and he decided, to, you know what? Let me go back to where I came from, right? Egypt treated me well. I think it's time to, you know, I don't want to overstay my welcome. So let me get out of here. And he says what? His whole family and his nephew left Egypt. And where, what direction they were going? South of Egypt. Now, let me ask you this. Is Palestine south of Egypt? We need to think here. Let us use our brain. Nah. The most... Anybody listening out there, please answer in the chat if possible. Is Palestine located south of Egypt? Look at the African map. Egypt, North Africa. South, where are you heading towards? From Egypt going to the south, there is a big desert. They call it the Sahara Desert. Look at that word, Sahara. Sahara, Sarah, you know what, never mind. But there's a big, great desert, right? So 
Abraham, according, you know, based on what the Bible says, he's going south, heading towards what? A place where he will find refuge. But here's the thing. Is he going to a place, a new place, or is he going back to where he was? Because if Cush, Ethiopia, and Canaan were all neighbors living, and Canaan was living in a nice area, delicious area, that was pasture, had a lot of pastures, animals, vegetation, and everything, would that be North Africa, or will it be Central, Western, Southern Africa? Huh? <laughs> like I say, I'm just using the Bible. You know? I'm using the Bible. I'm using the Bible. I haven't even gone to big history, big artifacts and everything. I'm just using the Bible. So I'll ask again, who is the liar? The Torah? Or the UN. Who's a liar? The Torah or the theologians? Who's the liar? The Torah or the rabbis? Who's the liar? The Torah or man? I mean, I could just end the show and be like, okay. You have the evidence. Let me no, because in your mind it's gonna be this is this is not enough. This this can't be true. Tel Aviv, Jerusalem is over there in Palestine. How dare you? The Temple Wall is over there. A liar will do everything to keep you in what in deception. And about that wall, do you want to know something? It's gonna shock you. It has nothing to do with the temple. It's actually a Roman fort. It's like uh, a wall of a, a military camp. After the, well, according to their history, after the Romans left, that was the evidence left that the Romans were there, a fort. For those of you who are military, who understand military term, you know what a fort is, right? F-O-R-T. Hmm? So please tell me, is that really the Jerusalem of the Bible? <laughs> but wait a minute. Where did King David get his son Solomon to become king? Which river did uh, the prophet Nathan walk Solomon on top of a mule? Where is it looking at? Oh, what is the name of the river again? Gihon. And where is Gihon located according to Genesis 2 verse 13? Gihon compass and circles surrounds the whole land of Ethiopia, the land of Cush. <laughs> the Bible. In the Bible. <laughs> I know. I know. It's too good to be true. It's impossible. You don't believe it. But it's in the Bible. I didn't say it. Kush, Ethiopia, where is it? Is it in Palestine or is it in Africa? So, the question is, the Bible talks about that in the future, his people, the children of Abraham, will be sold as slaves. They will be scattered. They will be diasporans 
throughout the four corners of the earth. Let me let me remove the image so you guys can see me and do my hands gestures. Yeah. Yeah. Looking into my eyes and see. <laughs> let me have some fun. Yeah. The Bible says, it says, Abraham, one day, right? It talks about people say, oh, Egypt, right? It was talking about. Yeah. But the Bible through the prophets was saying, there's gonna be something that's gonna be, you know, in in a proportion that's that will like that has never happened before and it will never happen. We all know the history. It doesn't matter what nationality you're from. Going down the line, there is no history where quote unquote French people were taken as slaves and sold throughout the whole corners of the earth as servants. There is no quote unquote Chinese who were taken as slaves and sold all of the earth as servants to serve for thousands of years, depending on which period. There is no history where the Japanese people were sold quote unquote as slave all over the earth. There is no uh, history where the quote unquote Indians were taken as slave and sold all over the earth as servants. It has never happened. You want to know which people that happened to? Hold on, hold on. Let me show you the map. Right there. And most some people call them the majority of the number of the people who were sold as slave are called Batu. Well, the Europeans they refers they use the word Bantu because they can say the sound of our words, but it's Batu. Batu Moto is singular. Batu means mankind. But the people, most people know them as Bantu. They say Bantu. It's Batu. Huh? Batu. They say Bantu. Some people say Bantu. Now, like I say, we're using the Bible right now, right? The Bible in the book of Deuteronomy, chapter 28, says, You shall be scattered into all nations, and uh, where you are, you have no ease. And also in that same chapter, you're talking about the people who stay in the land. It says, That land will be spoiled. It says, You're going to have everything, but guess what? You're not going to enjoy it. A foreigner is going to come into your land, chop down the trees, make desks or chairs or whatever furniture, and resell it to you at a high price. But even though the wood came from you, and it says they will oppress you. They will take away you, your children. You're not going to enjoy them. They're going to brainwash them, right? And you're not going to own them. You're not going to enjoy your children. Why? Because they're going to have the mindset of their colonizers, right? And you have no choice, right? Like I said, we, this is the, the Torah now, you know? I haven't gone anywhere else. I didn't go to the New Testament yet, but I'm just pointing this out. So, all of you listening to me right now, wherever you are in the world, we all know this story. Sometimes, you you know, people got, they say, we don't want to hear about it. Let bygones be bygones. It's in the past. Why don't you forget about it, right? But remember 9-11. We'll never forget what happened in 1948 in Germany. Never forget. Never forget. But why do you always talk about that history, man? It's in the past. Forget about it. Let it go. I don't have to pay for what happened. It doesn't affect me. Let it go. Let it go. Let it go. Huh? That's what they tell you, right? Now, watch this. The only people in biblical proportion that were taken for centuries as slaves throughout the four corners of the earth Happened to reside where? From the territory that was called 
Ethiopia and explore land and some sprinkle parts of the western part of Africa, eh? as you see in the map. So here's the question to all the Ibu Israelite brothers out there. You know, you see the brothers in the street preaching. They say, you know, our people, we are the chosen people. We were taken here as slaves. We we're taken here as slaves. Brothers, can you please show me a historical evidence that people came from the land you claim that it's the chosen people's land, which is called Israel today, the land of Palestine next to Syria, modern-day Syria, Iraq, and uh, Saudi Arabia, and Egypt? Show me a historical fact. That shows that there were a group of nation that a group of nation, a nation of people taken from Palestine, sold as slaves throughout the four corners of the earth. And you say you are, you know, that you're the people of the Bible, you were sold as slave, but you have no evidence showing you that your ancestors were sold as slaves from that land. But where did they come from? Central Africa, West Africa. So the question is. Which place is the promised land? Which place is where the Garden of Eden was and is? Which place is the land of milk and honey? Which place has a, a you know, a large amount of lion pride? Which land do you have leopards? Which land do you have giraffes? Which land do you have rhinoceros? Huh? Which land do you have large crocodiles? Huh? Which land do you have uh, gazelles, antelopes? Which land? Which land do you have rivers beyond numbers, great lakes, thousands of mountains, hills, a great river that waters the whole nation by the equator, the perfect spot for it, perfect temperature, hot for melanin. Hmm? Rain. There's only two seasons over there. Rain season and dry season. The rain season is nine months out of the year and only three months of what? Of dry season where it gets a little bit cold. Like I say, I'm still using the Bible and some sprinkle of historical fact. Look at the map again. For our diasporans, our brothers who are scattered. Which land were you taken from? Palestine? Syria, Iraq, Jordan, or Jordan, they call it today. Is that where you were sold from? Is, is that where your ancestors were kidnapped by pirates? Huh? Come on. You can do better than that. Thinking is an art. We need to start. Thinking. Just like the propaganda that's happening right now, the people are not thinking. We need to think. A, a picture is worth a thousand words. Thousand words. That's an American saying. That's not my saying. Now tell me. Do you think these guys don't know what I'm telling you right now? Do you really think these great powerful men are ignorant of this information? Do you really think these are very smart people you're seeing right there? Very wise, very well studied. 
Prime Minister Netanyahu, he's no joke. He's very smart, very, very intelligent, very well studied. And you see a rabbi next to him. That's a well-studied man. He knows the Torah probably better than me. I'm just a regular citizen like you. I, I didn't study like, like the, the rabbi. Come on, man. Common sense. This guy had all the resources that you can imagine. He has access to books. I have no access. And you mean to tell me with all that resource, they lie? They cannot tell you the truth? Hmm. <laughs> Again, let me show you the picture. Abraham, Genesis 13. What did he say? Let me show you the verse again. <sighs> Let me show you the verse again so you can see. There's so much to talk about this topic. I don't want to dive in too deep because we're going to be here for hours. You know, unless the viewership demands it, if you want more. But like I say, time is of the essence. I don't want to say much. I want to keep it as short as I can. And when I say short, that could be three hours. <laughs> because there's so much to talk about. But I'm making this stream, and it's it's going to be an audio, too, for the podcast. People will listen. That's why I'm using a mic. I want my listeners, regardless of your bias towards what I look like and the information come out, if you are a person who appreciates facts and historical reference and uh, you want to know the truth, right? Because, like I said, we never stop learning. So there's always information. And if I was you, I'll feel very mad if I have been deceived all this time, being told a lie as truth, as fact, and come to find out it was never a fact or the truth. I will be mad. I mean, you deserve that. You know, it's your right as a as a human being to to require the truth. It's your right. Like I say, if the information I'm bringing out is is not cor correct, I'll make another stream and be like, you know what? I think I made a mistake. I didn't understand what I was saying, and I'll probably just remove <clears throat> this stream altogether and pull it like as if it never existed. But I think it's going to be a very, very stretch to try to basically refute the evidence right in front of your eyes. Right? Before the Europeans came to West, Central, and Southern Africa, you had on the east side, Tanzania part, you know, Somali area, Zanzibar, Botswana, Madagascar, the island over there in the east, where the Arabs were doing the slave trade thousands of years before the Portuguese showed up in Angola coast. Thousands of years. Since Muhammad, you know, they, they call him the prophet Muhammad, he came up in the late 1600s. I'm oh, no, sorry, six, 600s, you know, I think it was 670 something, you know, when the Islamic movement began. Now calculate, Islam has been in existence for over four, 1400 years. And for Muhammad's time life or lifetime, some of his first slaves are who? Bantu people. 
So since the founder of Islam was in existence, he was already selling my great 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 ancestor. And I have proof of it. Why? Because we I have the history of my ancestors. They say there was a uh once upon a time where they were living in Libya, then they moved to Sudan, right? Ancient Sudan. And in the 1300s, in 1333, they had to remove themselves out of Sudan. Why? Because of the Arab Muslims. So if it wasn't of the Muslim invasion, my I wouldn't, well, I wouldn't be in the Congo area. I would be in Sudan somewhere up there, chilling. Maybe I would have uh, moved because people always move where they find themselves comfortable. But according to our history, in the uh, early 1300, listen to this, 1300s, 1300s, the early 1800s, the exact date is actually 1333, 1333. Interesting, isn't it? Yeah, in the 1333, was it 1,333 years Anno Domino, or AD, my ancestors left Sudan going south towards the Congo because of the Muslims. But then you're going to have in America, the nation of Islam will say, Islam is quote-unquote a black man's religion. Who's a liar? And who's telling the truth? <laughs> that was hundreds of years before the slave trade on the Atlantic, Atlantic side happened. You see, it's good to know history factual history than fairy tales. That's the problem we live today. People who love lies because lies sounds good, sounds comfortable. The first lie of religion, they lie on the maps, they lie on the people, and they give you an image saying, oh, this is, this is how they look like. But when I open my Bible, almost every part of the Bible happened in Africa. Listen, almost everything, in, especially if you're reading the Old Testament, almost everything happened in Africa. Now watch this scenario. How many times the characters of the Bible that everybody knows so much, Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, going down the line, how many times they went to, to Egypt for refuge when trouble came in their land? And where is, that? Where is, uh, where is Egypt? Palestine? No. Where is Ethiopia? Huh? Where is Libya? Where is Canaan? Ham. According to the Bible dictionary, it says what? The father of the darker races, mostly residing in a land called Africa. Oh. Oh, oh. Oh. Huh? But why you tell us Israel? In Palestine is the promised land. Jordan is the promised land. Oh, the river Jordan. Is it ready to river Jordan? If they gave you the wrong location and the wrong labels, how do you know it's the truth? That land is a desert. It's a desert. Now, now what's, what's the difference between Palestine and Congo? Congo has all minerals. And some minerals haven't been discovered. 
And almost every day that land is pillaged. You have all kinds of foreigners coming in that land, pillaging that country, taking all the minerals. You even have neighborhood countries claiming that we produce this mineral. We're the number one manufacturer of this, where all the minerals come from the other side, their neighbor, the Congo. Show me Palestine being pillaged by all nations, taking the minerals and taking them to the land and making money out of it. Show me. Show me. Show me companies that create iPhones taking tons and tons of coltan out of Tel Aviv, out of, you know, quote-unquote, Palestine, out of Israel today. Show me. Show me the gold that's being taken, pillaged, taken for nothing, for free. And the government of quote-unquote the promised land, just sitting there, just letting foreigners coming in there, stealing the minerals, taking, and they have no power to stop them. Why? Because they're, they're subject to them. Show me over there in Palestine. Show me in Palestine where if you spill uh, seeds on the ground and the next day the seed starts to bud, it starts to grow without being underground. Show, sh show me that. Show me that happening over there in Palestine. Show me. Show me the vegetation, the green pasture, rain all year long. You know the scripture says says his land is uh, um, water upon. You know that land can never dry up because the most I set it up in a way where water will always you know, keep it green. Show me over there in Palestine. Show me. Show me. It's not about talking now. Show the evidence. It doesn't fit. Hmm? It doesn't fit. It doesn't fit. Common sense should tell you, there's no way Congo will have all these riches, have everything available, the real land of milk and honey, green pastures, animals, lions, all the animals the Bible talks about, have all of that and not be in the promised land and then have, quote unquote, Israel, Palestine being declared by the whole world as the promised land and have nothing to offer to the world. Nothing. So who's the liar? And who's telling the truth? Did the Torah lie? Because they say, the guy said, the Torah is my promise, is my evidence. The Torah is my promise. The Torah is my passport to this land. But is it ready? Let me show you again the map of the transatlantic slave trade. Uh, people really need to think about this, especially people who are affected by this great catastrophe, this great event 
that shook the ancient world. But some way, somehow, it's it's ignored to the other uttermost level. Yeah. Think about it. Most people don't talk about this no more. It's in the past. Forget about it. Right? Why should the children pay for what their fathers have done? (laughs) Do you read your Bible? Mr. Christian, do you read your Bible? What does it say about the sins of the fathers? The ancestors till what? If the children don't change, what happens? So how do you keep a people in perpetual weakness against their God so that the enemies run about will keep taking advantage of them being, you know, out of sync with their creator? With everything they have, they're poor, the poorest. With all the riches that land have, they live poor. But watch this. Palestine, Israel, receives everything from the whole world. Grants money. That nation stands because the United States and Europe, especially Germany, funds it. They keep that nation alive. Look up the research. Do you know how much money the United States sends over there? All nations, you know, how much money, let's put government aside, I don't want to get into politics. How much money have the churches sent over there to the, quote-unquote, God's chosen people, to the land, the promised land? How much money have the churches in America, all over the world, have collected to send over there to support, to the advancement of the Israeli nation? Under the pretext that that's the promised land according to the Torah. Huh? But what did I show you earlier? What did the Torah say? What did the Torah say? It said King David told the prophet to take Solomon, his son, put him on a mule, and lead him on a parade next to what? The river Gihon. And where is Gihon located at? Ethiopia. (laughs) Ah, Isn't this bittersweet? Like I say, I'm not going deep. I'm just using the Bible. Hmm? There is also a verse. Let me read it to you guys. It says that God, the Most High's people are supposed to be called after his name, right? Let me see. Uh, it says, the Most High, he said, uh, my people are uh, called by my name, right? That's the Bible. I'm not saying anything, right? But now watch this. The quote-unquote Bantu people, they have a name for God that's very popular throughout uh, beyond the land of Ethiopia, right? It says, 
we call God the most high. We call him Nzambi, depending on the region. Some people call him Njambe, Nzambi, hmm? Katanzambi, right? Now watch this. He says his people are called after his name, right? Now watch this. Zambia, eh? Mozambique, Zimbabwe. Eh? What does that sound like? Just an example. And where are those places located at? Southern Africa, beyond the land of Ethiopia. Now, let me read you this verse in the Bible, right? Because like I said, I showed you Genesis 2, verse 13, that the great one of the great rivers that was watering the God of Eden was called Gihon, which located by the, you know, a, a compass, meaning it circles around, compass around, the whole land of Ethiopia. And I showed you that that river is the Congo River because if you look at the Congo River, let me show you in the map, this is how the Congo River looks like. You see it? Yeah. You see it? There you go. Let me... Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll probably... Let me, let me remove the banner. Or the verse, actually, sorry. Let me remove the verse... So it goes back. Let's see. Yeah, looks like we have a lot of uh, trolls coming in. <laughs> we have a lot of trolls coming in. It's it's normal. Yeah, I blocked them. Yeah. I mean, it tends to happen, especially if I'm speaking on certain topics like this. You're going to have uh, trolls coming in, but that's okay. That's okay. They can stop the message. The truth is bitter. So, in the Bible, right? See, there is a verse, a famous verse in the book of Zephaniah. Like I say, I'm letting the Bible speak. They wrote the Bible. I'm going to let the Bible speak. In the book of Zephaniah 3, I'm going to post the verse too so you guys can see it. Zephaniah 3. Let's see, I'll read it on my end, but I'm going to post it there. So, I'm doing, was it, this is freestyling. I don't have anything set up. I want to go a, um, a script no i'm just freestyling i had all the verses ready but i'm freestyling you know moving from left to right and stuff like that to give you guys the information <laughs> uh doesn't move. let's see uh okay there's the verse it says from beyond the rivers of Ethiopia, my suppliants, even the daughter of my dispersed, shall bring my offering. From beyond what? From where? From beyond the rivers of Ethiopia, my dispersed, 
this is the most high speaking, you know, for believers. This is God speaking. He's speaking he, through the mouth of the prophet. He's speaking about his people. Dispersed means diaspora, meaning the people who are scattered from his holy land. He says, from beyond the, 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 the rivers of Ethiopia, he said, my disperse. Now watch this. I showed you the map where, quote unquote, the slave trade happened. Where were the, quote unquote, slaves that were sold to the transatlantic and the Indian Ocean? Where did it come from? Where, where was the place of origin? Where? Central Africa, Ethiopia. The land of milk and honey. They didn't come from Palestine. So if the Bible talks about, it says, my dispersed, my people who are scattered, from be, my people from beyond the rivers of Ethiopia. Listen, it didn't say, my dispersed from Palestine. My dispersed from, you know, uh, Iraq. <laughs> my dispersed from Tel Aviv. No. My dispersed from where? From beyond the rivers of Ethiopia. That's where his people were dispersed from. That's a location. Look at the map. Look at the map. Let me show you another map so you understand. The ancient age. Location Sudan, Ethiopia, Abyssinia. Notice the location where they are. This is a, a map from uh, uh, was it? I think 1782. Uh, I forgot the actual date because sometimes there's so many maps, it's like you know, because it's on digital, sometimes it's hard. I wish I had the actual paper map so I could show you on my camera so you can see, like maybe zoom in and get like a clear namings and everything these maps are rare. they're very rare you, you have to dig it like you can't find it in uh you probably may find it in certain libraries but to purchase it and own it i, I doubt it so again to all my viewers far and i near or far the question if the slave trade that we know in history, a large millions of people were taken from a particular place. And the Bible said that his people will be taken out of their land and be sold throughout the four corners of the earth. And these people, these quote unquote African people matches that prophecy in the Bible. Why are we saying that that land, which where they were taken from is Central Africa is not the promised land, but Palestine. And there is no historical record about a nation of people from that location being sold by every nation to the four corners of the earth, sold to Europeans, sold to the Americas, sold to uh, Northern Africans, sold to uh, Indians over there in Asia, sold to the Chinese, sold to Japan, all the way to Australia. Show me, like, is there historical evidence showing people from Palestine being sold as slaves by everybody? Can you can you find that history for me, please? And show me the reference. While you go do that, I can tell you what we have that we all know we learn from school from a young age. 
you know, me being in the United States of America, you know, we know the quote unquote African American community, the majority of them are what? African descent. So if you have a movement in America of African Americans saying that, hey, we we realize that we are God's chosen people, the real Israelites, but then turn around and say, Palestine is the promised land that we need to go back and settle down. They took our land, they stole our land. When your quote unquote great 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 father, your ancestors were never taken from that land, but from Angola, from Congo, from Gabon, from Namibia, from Zanzibar, from Botswana. From Tanzania, from Madagascar, from Togo, from Ghana, from Nigeria, from uh, Guinea-Bissau, Senegal. Does that sound like Palestine to you? Like I say, we need to start thinking. And our love for my fellow African-American brothers out there who are listening. Start thinking, because remember, when they say West Africa, West Africa, it's also a deception. Look at the African map. When you look at Africa, I don't know if you guys can see the arrow, uh, because sometimes some stuff cannot be shown. I wish StreamYard was ahead away. Uh, I don't think you guys can see my arrow. But looking at the African map right there that you see on the screen, you see where the arrows are coming from, right? So when you hear West Africa, West Africa, most people, you know what they see? They see the part of Africa that sticks out. Most of them, that, that's what they consider West Africa. But wait a minute. If Africa is a whole, West Africa will start all the way up there by where, you, where Africa touches Portugal, going all the way down on the coast, the all the east side coast of the Atlantic. That's all West Africa. Stop having your eyes on Ghana. Because that's the minute people where they came from. I'm not saying they didn't take, they weren't taken from them. But I'm saying that's where they want you to have your eyes where. Look at the map. The larger number came from where? Central Africa, Angola, Congo region. That's where most of them came from. And a lot of them were taken where? South America. And the book that I have, let me show you because I'm sure some new people are coming in in the building. Get this book. Atlas of the Transatlantic Slave Trade, published in 2010. Get yourself a copy. And in this book, when you read the map, what it shows you, it shows you that Haiti, I'll say over 90% of them are Congolese people. That's why even the music is similar to ours. Jamaica, uh, about 87% to 90%, yeah, are from Angola, Congo region. Uh, the islands, the Antilles, you know, Guadalupe and all those islands. Uh, even go to Colombia, 80% Congolese. Because the way I explain people, 
what this is how they were doing it. They would take people from one area, take them to a station. It's like taking goods from one location where it's produced, taking it to a distribution center, mix match. Say, so, okay, this. So when the records are saying, oh, this dude came from God, you think, oh, that's what, no, no. <laughs> Remember, the deceiver is a lie. He's not going to tell you that. He's just going to say, oh, so what I tell people is this. The whole, it's like, for those who know business, the stretcher will make sense. You have to manufacture where, let's say, a farm where they grew vegetables. You go there, right? The, the farmer, he gathers the, the, the goods, right? That's the location where the plants originate from. But what will happen? When they put in packages, some will go to one location, to one warehouse, different warehouse. And from the warehouse, they will ship it to a customer and the customer will take it to a place where he's going to sell. So you have to trace back to the origin. So you look at the uh, the warehouse where you're going to buy a store, like a store, like a, like a grocery store. Your mind is, oh, this is where it came from. No, it came from somewhere. There's always a source. So when you look in the map, there's, oh, uh, a few thousands came from Ghana, from Togo and all that. You're thinking... All those people came from Togo. No, they were processing centers, especially in Senegal. Ile de Gore, look it up. Processing center. They'll bring slaves from Central Africa, the coast, bring them there, process them. Some will stay there. And this is what they were doing. This is how I learned that years ago. If they're here, especially Bantu people, if they're here, you, you speak the same language, they split you up. But the beauty about the Bantu language is it doesn't matter what tribe. Our language are similar compared to other African languages. All the dialects, they don't have nothing in common. But all Bantu people, whether like in Congo, if I'm Congo, Muswahil, somewhere, somehow you're going to hear some words that are going to be similar. So we share a, a dialect in some way. So that regardless if I don't speak Swahili or Kikongo, I speak Lingala. But I'll hear someone who's a Bantu be there. He will say something, I'll be like, hey, we can relate to each other. That's how some of our ancestors were taken. They were able to communicate regardless if they didn't speak the same tongue. That's what they were doing. So there's there's so many factors, but I'm using commerce to give you kind of like an idea. So when you look at the map, this map, the large number it's showing you, it says that's where the manufacturer were, the source of the, 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 the handymans were coming from. But then when they were spreading them, the Portuguese started first. When they were spreading them, they were taken to different processing center to disperse them, whether going to Europe or uh, North America, Central, the islands, the uh, Caribbeans, to South America. That's how it was happening. Now tell me, doesn't these people fit what the Bible says will happen to his people? They shall be sold. You shall be sold unto your enemies and no man shall buy you, which means redeem you. You shall bear a son, and you will never enjoy him. Why? Because he's going to be taken away by your quote-unquote slave master to be done with whatever. Where in the book of Joel, chapter 3, says that your sons will be sold for wine. They're going to be treated like a, you know, I don't want to use the word, but he's going to be treated like a cowgirl. Right? It's telling you what was happening in, 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 in and you know this diverse talking about selling young boys you know for pleasure 
that didn't just happen in America. Do you know what the Arab Muslim world has done to the to the Batu people, the Bantu people? Do you know? For just think about it. People say 400 years, 400 years. Now look at the Muslim side, the Indian Ocean area, starting from the life of Muhammad. How many years? They've done it longer than the quote unquote Europeans. They still do, till today. Now tell me who are the people? Huh? Who fits? You know, OJ Simpson? If the blood fit, huh? If the the, uh, the glove don't fit, you must acquit. If it don't fit, you must acquit. Hmm? I mean, I can go on and on showing you with the same Bible. You know? Here's another verse in the Bible. Let's see. Let me see. And even the word slave, I always tell people, slap, the word slave is uh it's a name of a european uh ethnicity the slavic people uh through a, in history there was once upon a time that nation got conquered in it's a european nation for a few hundred years uh it's like the word slavic became like a byword uh how should I put this it's like that word the name of their ethnicity became like an insult so when they say slavic they say oh those people who always do dirty work right like here in america uh there's like a derogatory word where if someone they say oh i'm mexican there are a prejudice idea that comes up for those of you who live in america you know what i'm talking about so the slavs because they were conquered once upon a time in history and they got you know taking over, abusing, and whatever. So the word slave was synonymous with the Slavic people because slave comes from the Slav. But the actual word is servant. So when you hear the word slave, it just means servant, someone who's serving someone, regardless if he's getting paid or not. Now, people say, well, everybody uh, sold slaves. I'm like, of course. Everybody have employees, but there is only one group of people who were quote unquote employees for everybody for centuries that were sold. Dude, historical records, like I'll say, show me in history where you had Chinese people sold to everybody all over the world. Show me a history where the French people were sold as servants all over the earth. Show me a history where it shows you Pakistanis were sold as slaves all over the earth. Show me a story of the Hindi people of India sold all over the earth as slaves. But if we look at modern time today, almost everybody is, if you want to use the word slave, is a slave. Why? Because everybody's working. You got to work for that dollar. You know, we all work, but we're getting paid. We're getting paid. You are a voluntary servant, meaning you are going to work voluntarily to work, to be a servant. You go, you're a voluntary slave. 
But those people, they weren't voluntary. They were taken by force sometimes after a fight, war, kidnapping. Yeah, there was a lot of kidnapping happening. That's why I would say when it comes to the slave trade, there is a anonymous silence. Let's not talk about it. It's our daily laundry. I mean, everybody listening, just if you put emotions aside, just logically think the slave trade, let's put them Islamic upside because on this side of the world, people don't talk about it. So I understand, you know, the America side, you know, the West, they don't talk about the Islamic slave trade because that's another beast in itself. But let's just talk about the transatlantic slave trade. Guys, have you ever noticed something this grand? It's as if to the point where people don't even, if you mention this, oh, why are you bringing something that much? You know, something that happened a few hundred years ago. We, it's the, in the past. We, we moved on. Like, it's like, don't talk about it. We know it happened. We, something in, in, is kind of like, let's keep quiet. Let's be very, very quiet. It's in our mind, but we're not going to talk about it out loud. But guess what? Never forget 9-11. Never forget uh, 1948. Never forget. Never forget everything else. Never forget. But when it comes to what happened, oh, man, it's in the past, man. We moved on. You know, I don't even. But it's like it's part of history. If we're going to talk about everything else that happened in our history, well, let's not talk about that. Now, coming, bringing back to why I said why Israel is not the promised land, right? Like the, the, the Israeli guy says, says uh, the, the Jewish guy asking me, says, what is your claim? What is your proof that, uh, you know, you belong to this uh, land? He say, the Torah, the Torah is my, 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 my evidence. The Torah is my heritage. And what did I say? Okay, you said the Torah. Let's go to Genesis chapter 2. Genesis chapter 2. Uh, on this one, no, 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 this one, Genesis chapter two, reading in uh, verse thirteen, and the name of the second river that was, uh, was a feeding or uh, uh, watering the Garden of Eden, right? It says was called Gihon. It says what the same it is that compass. Compass means to a circle. Compass the whole land of Ethiopia. And why did I show you the ancient location of Ethiopia was? It wasn't Abyssinia. It wasn't this Ethiopia over there next to Somali, which everybody calls today. That's not, no, that was never called Ethiopia. You know what was called Ethiopia? The equator, Central Africa. So when you look at this map and you read Genesis 2, Gihon, it says this river a compass, which means circle around, go around about the whole land of Ethiopia. And some way, somehow, there is a place in Central Africa that has something similar, and that land was called Ethiopia in ancient time. The land of Kush. Kush means black. And Kush was a son of Ham, and Ham, according to theologians, his claim to be what? The father of the Africans. So if Ham is the father of the Africans, all of his children will live where? In Africa. 
food. Like I say, Libya area, Algeria, Mauritania in ancient time. Misrahim, Egypt, uh, uh, some part of Algeria, modern day Egypt, some part of Sudan, some part of uh, modern day Ethiopia, which used to be Abyssinia, going down on the Nile uh, uh, section, right? Canaan and Kush, where was it? And it tells you what, Canaan had the land where it was most fertile. That was, that's what, but it didn't belong to him. And the Mosai tell Abraham in Genesis 13, he says, well, you see this land after leaving Egypt in the north, right here, right? Leaving Egypt in the north, it says in uh, Genesis 13, it says Abraham, him and his wife, they left Egypt with everything that he had and his nephew Lot towards the south. If you're in Egypt, listen, guys, like I say, I'm, I'm just using the Bible. If you're in Egypt, look at the map. And it says Abraham left Egypt going towards the south. Where is he going? Is he going to Palestine? I'm not saying it. The Bible is saying it. Genesis 13, verse 1. Let me copy that verse again so you guys can see. So you guys know I'm not lying. <laughs> All right. Genesis 13, verse 1. Let me post it. Okay. Let me show. Okay. As you guys can see, I'm quoting the verse again. It says, And Abraham went up out of Egypt. English. This is the King. That's why I love the King James Bible. Abraham or Abraham went out of Egypt. Him, you know, he and his wife and all that he had, he had a lot of money. And lot with him into where? The South, the South, the South, the South. Oh my God. No, no, no. Did he go North? No. Did he go West? No. Did he go East? No. He went where? The South, the South. Now, let me read that verse, that, that whole chapter. I'm not going to post it, but if you have time, read it the whole chapter yourself. It says, um, when you go down in the same chapter, chapter 13, verse 14, it says, And the Lord said unto Abram, after that lot was separated from him. They're heading down south, and there's a lot of what splitting apart, meaning lot is, oh, I'm, I'm going to stay here. We're going to separate. So Abram is, okay, I, I, I'm going to keep going down, 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 down south of Egypt, going down south, down, down, right? It says, lift up, you know, this is God speaking in, in, in verse 14. It says, and the Lord said unto Abraham, lift up now thine eyes and look from the place where thou art northward and southward and eastward and westward. Because when you read the story, it talks about that they arrived to a place where there were people living there already. And there was a, a problem between Abraham and Lot, because they began to grow rich, 
right? Because they, they hit a, you know, a place where it was fruitful, but there was conflict, you know, where Abraham's servants and Lot's servants started, they, there was a problem, money problem and everything. So they are, you know what? We're getting too big for us to be close by. You go on your separate way, go where you want to go. So we won't have any problem. And I'll go my way, like the split, family split. Kind of similar, like my the history of my ancestors, what was happening as they were coming down from Libya to ancient Sudan after the Arabs came and they began to go down towards the Congo. Some people were staying somewhere. They'll find a village. They'll stay there. They'll build their own cities and then they split. Sometimes they split for religious reason, fights, war, all the way down the spring down until my great-great-great-great-great-grandfathers they settled in the Ubangi River area, which is today uh, north of Congo, Democratic Republic of Congo. But I'm reading in the Bible right here Abraham left Egypt going south. Going, he's going somewhere, right? Now watch this. It says the, the creator, God, right? He's showing him the promised land. He says, you know where you are? Look north, east, west, south, eastward, and westward. For all the land which thou seest, to thee I will give thee, and to thy seed, what? Forever. Now let me ask you this. Is this land that God gave to Abraham, is it in Palestine? We, we in the Bible. Is that land we just read that God told him after Abraham left Egypt? Look, look maps, what, what's the word? Uh, a picture is worth a thousand words, right? Look at the map of Egypt. That's where Abraham was living. Abraham says, I'm tired of Egypt. I'm leaving. I'm going south. Look at the map. You know your compass. North, east, west, right? Right? North, south, east, west. So if he's heading south, where is he going to? And let me show you the other picture. Uh, okay. Now, this is a good one. The green pasture. Right? Green pasture. If Abraham, because remember the title, it says, Why Israel is not a promised land. If Abraham was living in Egypt, and we all know where Egypt is, whether the map, the modern map changed or, right? But it's still Egypt till today. We know it's in North Africa. That is a fact. No one can deny it. Whether you go in heaven above or you go under the ground or you do some dance in the night for three hours and kill some chickens or whatever ceremony, it's not going to change the fact that Egypt is located where? North Africa. Do we agree? It's a fact. You can't deny it. It's the truth. Point blank period. Now, it says, which in, they call it Kemet, right? Kemet? Kamata? Abraham is leaving Kemet and going where? To the south. And as he's going to the south, some trouble happened with his nephew. They split apart. And he's going towards a green pasture area where it's a beautiful area. And Temosa, once he get there, Temosa says, he says, you see that land you're seeing from where your eyes cannot see? You see all those lines over there where those giants are living, those people, that tall, right? I'm giving it to you and to your children forever. Now, here's the question. Is that land Abraham saw, Palestine? 
I'm just going to keep repeating the question. Is the land Abraham saw in Genesis 13? Shout out to all my Hebrew Israelite brothers out there listening. And those the Christians who seek knowledge, the one I understand. And those who seek the truth, whether you believe in any religion or not. Let's just stick to the biblical fact. Because we're using the Bible right now. Because this is what they say. They, they claim that the nation of Israel today, more than it, the Republic of Israel, you know, uh, ran by uh, uh, Prime Minister Netanyahu, they say that land belonged to them based on the Bible prophecy that the children of Israel, the diaspora, that were, quote-unquote, taken out of the land will be brought over. The UN agree with the United States and other European nations. Now, the question is, if it is truth, that Palestine is the promised land and that the Israeli nation is the real location, why it doesn't match with what Abraham saw in what we just read in Genesis 13? Please, somebody help me. Because I have my Bible. I'm reading. It doesn't match the location of Palestine. It's a desert over there. It's a desert. <laughs> There's no lion pride over there. There's no leopards. There's no giraffe. There's no rhinoceros. There's no gorillas over there. There are no great lakes over there. There's no land of rivers. There's no uh, uh, minerals. There you can, there's no uh, uh, uranium over there. There's no uh, copper over there. There's no barium. There's no, uh, what's that one? Colton over there. Uh, all nations over there in, 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 in Palestine taking all the minerals as they want by tons, taking on planes and taking it to their land to manufacture. And Israel does nothing, just sitting there like, like a dumb dog doing nothing, no barking. People just come and go, come and go. They take it. No. But where do you find it? The land that has the Gihon River that compasses the whole land of Ethiopia. That's where they are taking everything. So, Who's the liar here? Is the Torah, the five book of Moses, lying? Or someone else? Like I say, this is the Bible right here. I mean, this is, should be a shocking news. All of the earth should be like, whoa, what, what's going on? Look, it doesn't matter if you have different language Bible. Go to, if you listen to, si tu m'attends en français, si tu, es, si tu es francophone, prends ton Bible, ouvre dans le livre de Genèse, chapitre euh, 2, verset 13. Et puis, va euh, dans le, euh, le chapitre de Genèse, chapitre 13, verset 1. Et ensuite, euh, parce que je sais qu'en français, ils ne disent pas qu'Abraham est, est allé dans le sud. Ça dépend de votre traduction. So, I just spoke in French, basically saying the same thing I say in English. So, any language, whether you have Spanish, if you read, you're going to see the word Ethiopia in the Bible, in that verse. You cannot remove Ethiopia from that verse. I don't care how you do it. I don't see Palestine there. I don't see Tel Aviv there. You know, I don't see none of those locations they tell you. It's in Africa, point blank period. So the question is, 
if it's in Africa, why did the everybody's eyes? Why every quote unquote Western Christian? Why even in Africa, in Congo, all of them see Palestine as the promised land when they're living in the promised land? Why is that? Why? Why? What is it about that land that doesn't like if if it was the land? Look at Paula this way. I'm all about truth. I believe in the scriptures. I believe in the Bible. Right. If Palestine was the land, like I was told, I would believe it. Why? Because it will match the Bible. It's all about matching, right? Now, if you have somebody says, I have the evidence that this land is my land because the Torah says so, but I open the Torah and it says that this land is supposed to have a river and that river Claim, the Bible claims that it compassed the whole land of Ethiopia, meaning it's a large, large territory. Now, watch this. Take the land that exists today, try to put it in Ethiopia. Which one is bigger? Common sense, logic. It won't fit. It's tiny. It's a tiny land. <laughs> it's small. The most I say is from beyond the rivers of Ethiopia, the, my disperse shall bring my offering. Who was dispersed from beyond the land of Ethiopia? Who was sold a slave from the from Ethiopia right here that you see there? Which people were sold over there? Come on, let, let me go back to the to the image. Okay. What do you see there? Where you know it says my dispersed, you know, my, my children who were taken out of the land, you were dispersed from your location original location. You were mo- removed, dispersed, forced to migrate, right? By your enemies to the four corners of the earth, north, east, west, south. You were sold over there as servants. You know, some of you will never come back, you will die over there. That's that's what the, the quote unquote curses. You know, where the scripture says, because you for, you you rejected me, you began to worship the gods of the people around you that I told you to get rid of when I was giving you your your precious land. Well, guess what? You're gonna start adopting the the culture and customs, you know, voodoo and all that stuff. And guess what? My land will spit you out. The wicked, that is. You know, that's the Bible. Like I say, the question today was. Why Israel is not the promised land. And all I had to do was just use the Torah, which is the five book of Moses, and see that something doesn't fit. And I try my best to you, my viewers, to show you that that land as promoted, you know, as you know, the word that the word promotes as the promised land. From of the Bible, the Bible doesn't support them. It doesn't fit. So the question is, who's lying? The Bible or man? Who's lying? The Bible or the UN? Who's lying? The Bible or the United States of America? Who's lying? The Bible or Prime Minister Netanyahu? Who's lying? Because I'm reading the Bible. Even if you, for the people who read the Torah in Hebrew, it says what? Kush. 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 Kush is where? In Africa. 
The land of Cush is where? In Africa. The land of Cush is where? It's in Africa. The land of Cush is where? It's in Africa. And where God's people got dispersed from? From Africa. So if God's people were dispersed from Africa, where is the promised land? <laughs> Let me show you my face. Where is it? If God's people, according to the Bible, says that from beyond, in French, au-delà, from beyond the rivers of Ethiopia, my dispersed, meaning my people who are living beyond the lands of Ethiopia, who are dispersed, they will return and bring my offering. The question is, which people were dispersed from the land of Ethiopia? And if that's the land of the Most High, what does that have to do with what? What is Palestine doing over there, all the way, way up there, where the Mosai's eyes is from? Where from beyond the rivers of Ethiopia? That's not my, That's not me. I I didn't write the Bible. I didn't say those words. It's the Bible, the Torah. They said it. The, the, the people who wrote the, this book, like Simon Kimongo says, says, you catch the thief with what he stole. They said it themselves. I'm just repeating what's written. Don't blame the messenger. Blame the writings. Blame the liars. Because I, I'm just taking... I, I, I know nothing. I'm just reading. <laughs> I know nothing. Now... Some people say, well, while you want, all I'm saying is this. People claim to be for facts and truth, but do they really mean to? Because if anyone really care about the facts and truth, this information and seeing what was right in front of us should be uh, something that should, you know, motivate your spirit to be like, ah, this I love it. You know, it's something new that you didn't uh, receive before. So you, uh, you know, when you find like, it's like, I'm, I'm always getting excited when someone brings something I didn't know before. Like I say, I don't know everything. I'm still learning. There's probably going to be more information to find out, but all I, all I try to do is I'm sticking with what I understand now. And one thing I understand is that word Ethiopia is mentioned a lot in the Bible. And we know where Ethiopia is. It's not Palestine. It's not in Asia. It's not in Europe. It's not in the Americas. It's where? It's Africa. And the Bible in the book of Zephaniah, chapter 3, it says what? From beyond the rivers of Ethiopia, my dispersed will bring my offering. Listen to the English. From beyond the river of Ethiopia, my dispersed will bring my offering. Look at the map. Look at the dispersed. Who were dispersed, relocated out of the land of Abraham, out of the promised land. Like I say, I showed you earlier, like I say, I didn't go outside of the Bible. I used the Torah. The Torah is my, my heritage. The Torah is my evidence. 
Torah, Torah. Genesis 13. Abraham, he, his wife, and everything he had, and his nephew Lot, they left Egypt heading south. They split up, and the Mosai came to him and says, Look, I'm leading you to a place. You see that land over there? Look around about you, where you are. The whole land that you can look from afar, you can see the edge. I'm giving it to you and your children. And that land happens to be where? From beyond the rivers of Ethiopia. Genesis 2 verse 13. The second river that was watering the God of Eden, the holy place, where mankind was put, was called what? Gihon. And what did that river do? It compasses the whole land of Ethiopia. No more than Ethiopia, no. Original Ethiopia, which is Central Africa. And look at the arrows where the people were taken from. And you notice, uh, even right there, it's telling you that we, you have people from Central Africa being taken as slave, going to where? Ethiopia, Somalia area. Uh, what you call today Saudi Arabia, into Asia, India. That area there, it's showing you, that started as all the way back to, what's his name? Muhammad. And those are historical records. Those are not my words. You can actually go buy books in Amazon that talks about the Indian, uh, was it, uh, Indian slave trade. That other side. Again, the question of today why Israel is not the promised land? For, for me, uh, based on the Torah, because uh, to call Israel the promised land, they use the Torah. So I'm using the Torah to say, uh, why Israel is not the promised land? Because the promised land that, that God showed Abraham is not located in Palestine. It's located in Central Africa. It's nowhere near uh, Tel Aviv. It's not near the quote-unquote Suez Canal. It's nowhere near that location. It's way, way south of Egypt. Way, way south. So if it doesn't fit, why is this being, why was this told to the world as a fact when it's not? Shouldn't that interest you as a fellow earthling to know that this information don't match the Bible. If you are a quote-unquote Bible believer or a quote-unquote Christian and your Jesus, eh, your Jesus Christ says, I am the way, the truth, and the life, why are you believing lies? Why are you promoting lies? Are you really a follower of Jesus? Did Jesus tell you to promote lies? Because he He's what? He's from the chosen land, right? He walked the promised land, right? So, but wait a minute. If the promised land that Jesus walked to was not Palestine, uh, what area did Jesus walk to? I'm not going to answer. I'm leaving that to you to answer. Eh? He's the son of David. And what did David do in the first book of Kings? He put 
Solomon on a mule by where? By the river Gihon. And where is Gihon located at? According to the, the Bible? Beyond the rivers of Ethiopia. <laughs> You see how everything comes together? Hmm? <laughs> it's not my word. I, I, I know, brothers and sisters, I know some of you, it's, you're like, it's, it can be true. No! This is heresy! How dare you! I'm not saying it. The Bible did. You just couldn't see it because you are blinded by propaganda. You can see what's in front of you. Wake up. Ethiopia. Hello. Where is it located at? Show a child who knows geography. Be like, where is Ethiopia located at? Oh, let me go on Google. Ethiopia. Uh, you know what? Let's do it right now. Let me go to Wikipedia. Let the so-called internet tell us. Ethiopia. Let's see what will come up. But I know it, they're going to show a uh, fake one. But let's let's play along. Okay. <sighs> what does it say, the kingdom? It says, Ethiopia, officially the Federal Dem Democratic Republic of Ethiopia, is a landlocked country in the horn of what? Africa. Even the fake one is where? Africa. Africa, 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 Africa. That word is so dirty, people don't want to talk about it. But guess what? Everything in the Bible happened where? Africa, Africa. <laughs> I rest my case. Now, like I said, this is what I understand from the Bible itself. Now, if someone says, well, you're wrong, this, the, the, there must be something else, look this information. All I'll say is, there's a lot of information out there. Like I say, I'm only focusing on what I, I understand from what I can see right now. Because it talks about the other rivers, and my goal has been trying to find out what the, the other rivers are, because it mentions the Euphrates. What, where do they tell you, quote unquote, the Euphrates? They tell you it's over there in Asia, right? That's where they tell you the Euphrates, wherever it is. But watch this. When you start going back in time in those old maps that you probably never even seen, you, you're probably never going to smell it, you start to see the name Euphrates starting to disappear from what you call Palestine and starting to appear in a place called what? Uh oh wait Africa <laughs> like I said you know so far I'm just focusing on what every one of us can actually see with our own two eyes right here right now without going beyond the complicated uh, scholastic uh, subject. I'm just focusing on that name, Ethiopia, and using just the Bible. Because according to certain people, they say, what? 
the Bible, the Torah is my evidence. The Torah is my heritage. But as we read in that Torah, the Torah is saying something different. So the question is, which Torah are they referring to? Because the same Torah that they have, that we have, it's saying something else. It's saying something else. A picture is worth a thousand words. Look at that map. Unexplored territories. Abraham said, I'm leaving Egypt. Yo, Lot, honey, let's get out of here. Let's go back. Let's go down south. They split up. Ah, fights. And then he says what? As soon as they split up, what did God say? He said, Abraham, check this out. You see where you are now? Where I, I led you away from Lot and I brought you in this area? Look around you. You see this place? And beyond what your eyes can see, I'm giving it to you and your children forever. Forever and ever, 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 ever. Do you guys get me? Am I being confusing? Am I tricking you guys? Am I leading you astray? Uh, am I saying something? Am I out of my marbles? Hopefully I can get some reply. Let me check the chat. Hopefully uh, you guys can, <clears throat> let me see. Yeah, I've been just freestyling, so let me see. Uh, Tess says, yes, Satan deceive us. Uh, Emperor, hey, peace, bro. Good to see you. He said, we've been had looking at the wrong country all along. Yeah, bro. Bro, uh, I have to shout out this brother. His name is Mikhail Massa. If it wasn't for him and giving me more light, and I wouldn't be able to see it. Because even myself, I was like, you read Samson. You know, Samson, everybody know, he killed a lion. There are no lions in Palestine. Yeah, there are lions in their zoos, but there are no lions in Palestine. David killed a lion. The Bible talks about lion in reference all the time. Where do you find lions? In Central Africa. <laughs> That's where you find leopards. The Bible says, it says, can, any, can an Ethiopian change his skin color? Can a leopard change his spot? Now, let me ask you this. God is the one talking. God, no, no, uh, notice, you know, for those who know scriptures, the Bible is putting a reference. It says Ethiopian skin, leopard skin. So it's telling you what? Leopards are located where what? Where Ethiopians live. And where do you find leopards? Congo, Central Africa, Tanzania, Kenya, Gabon, Cameroon. You don't find lions in Egypt. Libya, no. Morocco, no. But you find them where? The green area right here. And Abraham was going where? He was heading south towards that place. Yeah, and uh, it said, uh, we're told lies to be pulled away from God's true word. Exactly. Because this, this is part of the New World Order. This uh, uh, Albert Pike, he said in a third world, he says a lot of Christians are going to be depressed. They're going to be confused. Why? Because they're going to pull all the lies they fed 
uh, regular Christians. And it says what? When Christians are without direction, it says what? We're going to come out of the closet and bring the true light of Lucifer. And we're going to bring it to the public. And guess what? He said Christians will readily accept it. Because they're going to be so mad and pissed off. They'll be like, man, you know what? If Lucifer was always our God, well, hey, I got my car because I prayed to Lucifer. All this, you know, there's only there's no other God but Lucifer, so I'm I'm joining him. Why? Because they're gonna realize everything was a lie. That's where we're heading to. That's why this whole thing they're doing, it's all leading to that. That's what the most high he has voices like me, others out there trying to at least uh grab those who, who want, you know. Who want to hear the truth because the truth is not welcome. Think about this. What I'm speaking right now, I wish I should be having millions of people, billions of people all over the earth, especially Christians listening to me right now. But I don't have a billion people. Why? Because this is they don't want this. They, no. No. If Christians know Congo, Africa, the, the dirty place, the quote unquote, uh, the S H I T, as President Trump said, third world you know, crap hole of the world's, you know, Africa, hunger, you know, the, the you know the pictures. If it is, and it's the promised land, and all these years we've been looking at the wrong place, imagine how God feel that you were treating the wrong people, the wrong location, and something oppressing his people all this long. That's one they know. See, they've made the whole world complicit. They've made the world because remember, <clears throat> the wicked don't want to die alone. So he gotta make everybody taught, get their hands dirty, so that he won't be the only one punished. See, they call it. A, uh, there's a word for it in court where, let's say, you're in a group of guys and you go do some crime. The main perpetrator, let's say, murder somebody, but all of you can be trial as a contribution, meaning you're going to be part of the murder of the, the guy. Why? Because you were part of the same uh, agenda. You had the same agenda and some way, somehow, which led to murder. Even though you didn't directly commit the crime of murder, but you were complicit with it. Whether in ignorance, or we, let's say your plan was not to kill somebody, and then one of you, you mate, and God finds them, he's like, you know what? We 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 can't we can't leave without taking him out because he's gonna talk. So take him out, right? And he commits murder. You will be complicit. Now watch this. If you had the eyes on the wrong area, where the the Most High lives, because that's why I say it says the land. If you're unholy, I'll kick you out because that's my land. But he said because of your crimes. This land is going to be oppressed. It's going to be taken advantage of. And you're not going to enjoy the fruits. And some of you will be taken. Some is going to stay. But those who's going to stay, they're going to suffer too. Because you're going to be invaded by foreigners. They're going to come there. You're not going to enjoy the fruits of your labor. They're going to steal everything. The land is rich, but you're not going to enjoy it. You're rich, yet you're poor. Why? Because something happened. Now, look at uh, Congo, Central Africa. Look at all the riches, all the animals, the the, the green pasture and everything. Now look at Palestine over there on that map. Look at the difference. Look at Saudi Arabia, North Africa, and look Central Africa. Do you see a difference? Now tell me, which one is the, the promised land? 
Which one is the land of, uh, of, of milk and honey? Which land? Which land would you want to settle? And if, if you're a businessman, you want to do agriculture, which land you want to pick and go do agriculture? Which land you want to go to to get the minerals you need to make your iPhone, your Samsung, your Nokia, your laptop, your desktop, your space shuttle, your planes, your fighter jet? Which place you want to go to to get those minerals? Is it Palestine? Or is it Central Africa? West Africa? Southern Africa? From beyond the rivers of Ethiopia? <laughs> All I'm doing is I'm just giving you what the Bible says and giving you a picture. I'm giving you the picture. And this I said, and I'm, I'm, I'm trying to catch up. Man lies. Uh, let's see. <laughs> Thank you. I love you too. <laughs> uh, it says. I'm seeking biblical truth. I'm a believer. I don't have a religion. Yes. Uh, let me go up. Yeah, I've been. Oh, welcome to the meeting. Shaking my head. <laughs> I see you laughing. Probably when I was talking, doing uh, pictures and stuff like that. Let's see. Oh, peace to uh, brother Pan-Africanism strikes back. Now, <clears throat> uh, like I say, one day I may have time. Watch this. Uh, when you talk about the ones who were expelled from Europe, guess what color they, they were? <laughs> because we're everywhere. We're everywhere. We went everywhere. Remember, I'm focusing more in something we can see, but remember, it says what? Watch this. In the days of the Persian Empire, that's going BC, BC time. What does it say? It says the Persians empire covered what? From India to where? Ethiopia. You know what? Let me go to the book of Esther. I'll put it up here. Thanks for stopping by. I really appreciate it, bro. Uh, let's see. Oh, man. Uh, Ethiopia. Oh, you know what? Let me put India. Let me see. Uh, let me look it up. Oh, shoot. India. In the Bible. Uh-oh. Oh, oh, hey, yes, the book of Esther, chapter one, verse one. So basically, uh, see what brother Pan African is. He's saying this, that's history, but here's the question. Uh, I don't know if he came in late, but the question is, who were those Jews? What color were they? Because today, when you hear Jews, you're thinking. Palestine, but their historical records that showing you the quote unquote Jews that were expelled from uh, uh, Portugal and all of them, they didn't look like the Europeans you see today in, in, in Palestine, in Israel, the Israelis, that's not them. And if you find, you do your homework, most of the citizens over there come from different parts of the world. Uh, Algeria, Morocco, Tunisia, some are Egyptians, some are Palestinians, some are Syrians, some of them are Iraqis, Yemenians, uh, what's the other nation? Afghan, uh, Turks, Slavs, German, Anglo-Saxon, Ethiopians, Abyssinians, right? 
<laughs> so it, it, it's like it has become ambiguous when you hear the word Jew. But the historical reference, you and notice that the day you put 1200, 1500. And what did I tell you? Before the Europeans came to enslave the quote unquote Bantu people, who was doing the slave trade? Muslims. Were not Muslims in Europe during those times? Ah, let me show you this map. It's good. It's good that you mentioned history. Now look at this map. Now look the location where the slaves were taken. But this map, it's actually, it's not, this map is not showing you the Arab version, like meaning like the old one. It's mentioning you, this map is like from the late 1500s. So it's not even showing you what was happening hundreds of years, thousands of years before that, this date. So your post or your comment is confirming everything I'm saying right now. But you're thinking it's them. It's not them. <laughs> I have a, hold on. Let me show you my face. Um, uh, let me show you a book. It's, I know YouTube is crazy, but I'm going to show this book uh, very fast. I'll show you the titles. I, I don't want to say out loud, but I'll show you. That's the name of the book. Huh? That's the name of the book. Uh, it was published. Let's see what year. It was published originally in... Uh, from Germany okay it was a it was actually uh yeah it was published originally in 1980 and the third printing revised the revised version was in 1981 now this actual copy that I'm holding uh what year was it because it's a reprint uh I want to make sure because usually it, it tells you Let's see yeah basically this book was <clears throat> uh published in the it's, it's actually a book ba uh, uh, based on a documentary it used to be available on youtube they deleted it you can find it no more i wish i should have i should have uh downloaded that video a long time ago now there's a section in a book like i say the information you brought up, there's some truth to it. But like I say, you're reading it from their perspective, from the lies that were told. Let me go to a section that's going to be interesting. I'm going to go fast. You see this guy right here? Does he look? Look at that guy. The guy with the... He looks like a, one of our, you know, the Hebrew Israelites on the street, right? You see it? You see it? Now, it's written in German. Uh, hopefully, you guys can see it. Like I say, people, most people don't like to read. They don't like to research. This book was published in 1980s, and it's based on uh, a documentary about what happened in World War II Germany. I don't want to say certain words because, like I say, censorship. I'm going to read because I know... This, this book, I learned it from some of the Hebrew Israelites on the street that were mentioning this book, the ones who knew. 
in a book on the image, it says, uh, in one segment of a uh, NAZI instructional film, right, the documentary, right? It says, the genetic heritage of the Jew is purposely traced to Oriental, Negro, Near Asian, and what? Hamitic people. Oh my God, wait. You're a Hamite. You're a Hamite. What did it say? Trace to Oriental, Negro, Near Asian, and Hamitic people. Hence, the film concludes. This is a documentary from, from Germany, from that time, you know, that those period. The, the youth, uh, you know, the, the Judean, I'm using that word. So the Judean is a bastard, you know, the word for no, having no father. It says, and it goes on. Now, it, it was talking about, like, like I said, I don't want to get into the politics, but basically it tells you that the rhetoric, the way they make it seem about what happened, ah, you know what, I'm going to get out of there. But I just wanted to use that because we're speaking about the Bible. Right, the Bible talking about a group of people because Judea was three tribe: uh, Levi, Benjamin, and Judah. But Levi was not considered a, a tribe because they were a part of the priesthood. Then something happened where the the Most High rejected. It says you no you're no longer my priest because you began to go after Baal. So they were no longer, even though they were still practicing. But in the eyes of the Most High, they were now a tribe. They were no longer separate. You know, they were no longer separate from the rest of the, the people. So they became its own tribe. Levi became a tribe, but it wasn't because the Levites were, how shall we say, they were, uh, uh, they had all 12 tribes had Levites living with them because their job was to do the church. Uh, I'm using language people understand, like the church service. So what happened is when the kingdom got split, the ten kingdom kicked them out. They said, "Get out of here! We don't want. We don't want to deal. We want to deal with Baal." So they kick out the Levites. So they they were like, "Well, we're gonna go to Judea. You know, to, we're gonna go to the south. Yeah? South, go to the south and uh, mingle with our two brothers, Benjamin and, and Judah. And they became what you call Judeans. But the Grecians they called them Judeo Jews. So Jews even made a made a word. It didn't exist back then. So." Uh, the Arabs call them Ben Yud, the children of uh, Judah. And the area, you know, when you talk about the Jewish people in Africa that were kicked out, Morocco, coming down to Mauritania, the Arabs in the 11th century, they labeled that area the land of the blacks, parentheses, the Jews who were do, living there doing trades and stuff like that. So again, everything leads back to where? Africa. Don't let them fool you. It's always been Africa, but Africa is going to be demonized because Africa is dirty. Africa is sick. Africa has every disease. You don't want to live there. It's crap. Everything bad. Africa. So stay away from it. War, everything, civil war. People have to leave. They have to be diasporas all over the world. Come to America, Europe, Asia, China, Australia. We, we, we got to get out because, you know, it's getting bad out there. We, we can't handle our own because it's dirty, right? Africa. Africa being the promised land? Hell, look, they kill each other over there. That can't be the promised land. No, it has to be Palestine. You know, the colonizer lived there, so it has to be the promised land because they say so. We have to go there. You know, we got to go set, uh, let let them put us, our uh, community, close to a, quote-unquote, uh, uh, nuclear plant. Oh, 
We left America all the way to Palestine to, to set up our camp next to a nuclear plant. All because Africa is dirty. <laughs> like I say, I didn't know this before. Someone opened my eyes and I started reading and it started to make sense. Congo has every mineral on earth and some of them, they even say they haven't discovered it yet. They can see it from the satellite. A land that rich is not the promised land. But a land that's very, very poor, that has nothing, is the promised land. There is no historical record of people from Palestine being taken as slaves, sold all over the earth, every nation bought them. But there is a historical record of the people from that place where you find all minerals that were taken, sold as slaves on the Atlantic side and the Indian Ocean side for centuries. But they're not, a, but it's not the promised land because it's Africa. I'm just, like I say, history, the Bible. It says what? Abraham chose to go south. Let me read some of the comments. Uh, uh, <clears throat> let me see. Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, yes, it says, uh, she said, I've been looking up the names of the places in the Bible recently to see what they're called now. I love that you did this video. It explains so much. Yes. See, the problem is what has happened to all these years. What? Because now, now I'm starting to understand why atheists, when they say that your Bible is full of confusion. The Muslim says, oh, the Bible is full of confusion. Why? Because some of them, they were, they were not lying because they were saying, you read that Bible, but you don't see the inconsistency of the, because the thing is, there's difference between doctrine and reading what's written. If I'm reading historical stories of the Bible, it's mentioning Africa, Africa, Africa. But it's not saying Africa, it's saying Ethiopia. You, you see the word Africa in, in the Apocrypha, in the book of Jasher. That's where you're going to see the actual word of Africa, saying that the Africans fought these guys. They did this, right? But in the Bible, you see the word Kush, Canaan, Fut, Mizrahim, Egypt, Egypt, Egypt. How many times the word Egypt is mentioned in the Bible? And you mean to tell me it has nothing to do with Africa? How many times, right, the quote-unquote chosen people went to Africa, I mean, to Egypt for refuge after a war? Jesus, that Christians follow, when they wanted to kill him, where, where did his family run to for refuge? Did they go to Palestine or did they go to Egypt? Did they go to Rome or did they go to Egypt? Why did they go to Egypt? See, we need to ask the why. Like, things have to make sense, you know? Things have to make sense. And you notice the Bible doesn't tell you, like, it skips. So, does it show did her, their family live for a long time in Egypt? 
right? So it looks like he did because by the time we see quote unquote Jesus as as grown, he was at the age of 12 going to the temple reading. So from the time they wanted to kill him and his parents went, it doesn't give you a, a date. It just says that after uh, Herod dies, then the angel came and told Joseph, he says, well, the guy who wanted to get rid of y'all, he's dead. And now it's safe for you to go back. So, like I said, there are certain inconsistencies when it comes to the names of places and map because some of them, it doesn't make sense. But like I say, I'm not trying to cause confusion. All I'm trying to show you is if you can see uh, the Bible mentioned Abraham going to uh, south of Egypt and we know Egypt is Africa. But then you read somewhere, it's talking about which seems like they're mentioning Palestine, Jerusalem, and you're thinking it's the Middle East. You notice there's a consistency. So when atheists are saying, oh, you, confusion, then in a way they understand because I'm some, some a lot of them are very smart. They probably read like, well, this don't make like, okay, where is this place? Why are these things happening? So uh, the question is, If it was like the, it wouldn't, we can't have something this major. This is this, is, I mean, this is an epiphany. Like, come on, guys. Like, for those of you who read the Bible, like, just just sit and think that it's Ethiopia and not Palestine. I mean, just just sit in your chair, calm down, and just think in your head, looking at this map, that it's not. Palestine, but it's going south of Egypt. That's where Abraham saw the the promised land. Now, if we would have said north, ah, or northeast, okay, Egypt, east, uh, east of Egypt is uh, where you're gonna call uh, Middle East, quote unquote. It doesn't make any sense, but Middle East. Because what is east? <laughs> Ohio is in the Middle East, if you want to look at it that way too. Ohio is in the Middle East of America. <laughs> so, like I say, it's the Bible. It's not me. I did nothing. I'm just pointing you out to uh, what their own information says about the location where the promised land is. Uh, uh, that they were. Um, let's see. Let me read some of the comments. Uh, yeah, this story. Yeah, this is a. This this is a this is also a good one. Uh, yeah. Now watch this. Uh, before Ezekiah came into existence, like I said. King David had his son because King David was the first ancestor of kings, right? And Ezekiah came years later. Abraham had his son, Solomon, do a, 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 a royal parade to announce him as king. And it was by the river Gihon. You go to Genesis, Gihon is what? Is a river that encompassed the whole land of Ethiopia. So the question is, was King Ezekiel in a land beyond Ethiopia or was he in Palestine? That is a question you should ask yourself based on that story. Because I know that passage. I saw it too. 
like I say, it brings questions. Where is Assyria? If everything is happening in Africa, we need to ask ourselves, where is Assyria? Is it where they tell us? Or is it something else? That's that's why I'm saying uh, it gets, it's getting complicated as, you know, certain truths is coming up because, I, like I say, it, that word Ethiopia is going to be very interesting in the coming days. I think I, this is going to be a very interesting I need to stick to this one because you have to fake Ethiopia over there. It was called Abyssinia. You see? So, in a way, I don't want to get into politics. They're playing a part too in this deception. Because when people say, oh, the original Christian, Ethiopia, yeah, you're thinking, now watch this. When King Leopold came to the Congo, before he sent the missionaries, he had a letter. Huh? He had a letter. Uh, let me see. King Leopold letter. Because on your own time, you can, uh, you can read it. King Leopold was the king of Belgium, and he was responsible for the colonization. Huh? So the question is, you don't think when the colonizers were coming in Africa, they, were, they, they did the investigation, the spies, the Jesuits that came in, the priests, you don't think they did do their homework? Of course they did their homework. They did their homework very, very good. Yeah, we got more trolls coming in. <laughs> I got more trolls coming in. Yeah. The bots. It tends to happen if you know you're talking this kind of subject. Yeah. Let's see. Uh <clears throat> yeah, sometimes when I speak, I'm not looking at the chat. Uh, let's see. Okay. Uh huh. Let me see. Uh, Tess says I knew something wasn't right with Palestine. I've been searching for locations what they're called now because I'm su studying prophecy. Praise the Most High for revealing the truth. Hey, praise the Most High. I'm nothing. Emperor to say, you sound like you're onto something. Of course, I'm into something. You know, you know what it takes down. You know, takes to to make the domino effect on those little pieces to fall. It just takes one push, just one. And guess what? Ethiopia is that one push. <laughs> Ethiopia is the one push. Like I say, a lot of people. They're going to fight this because it doesn't fit the history that we were given. But like I say, I haven't even pulled the books that I have because it's like I said, if I try to do that, look, it's already three hours right now. Me just talking about this subject, saying why Israel is not the promised land. And I'm not using any other. So I'm just using the Bible and maps. Just think about it. I'm using the Bible, the Torah. And maps, simple as I could be. Very, very simple. You know? Let's see. Uh, Imperator said, Ha! Evidence right in our faces, but our eyes are wide shut. Yep. 
It says, uh, people don't want to hear the truth. They love their lies in this world. God tells us not to be of this world. He has separated us. Yes. The Mosai has separated us because he wants to make us different. Uh-huh. And she said, I don't know if it's a he or she. Uh, things make sense to me now. I'm considered Anglo-Saxon or white. I have no idea where I'm from. I can only trace back to my great-grandparents, mother and father. So I'm curious. I'm so curious about what my origin is. Hey, you know what? Even the Bible talks about it, says sooner or later, everybody around the world, because there have been so much deception, everybody is going to start looking for the ancestors. Even the quote-unquote Caucasian people were lied to. In order for them to lie to the whole world, they had to lie to their own people. So, uh, let's see, Emperor says, what other books? See, <clears throat> because they can, uh, history tells us that they can manipulate names and change names over time. If you, like I said, if you use the Bible, if you stick to the Bible, even if the name is not there, the storyline, the context, it show you it's in Africa. So it, it, it throws you in a loop. You'll be like, well, if it's in Africa, but I'm looking for the... But remember, Africa was colonized. Certain places' names got changed, but some places retained their names. And like I say, because you're given a, a name that's in a different language, because remember, the original people have the language. They just don't know the, 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 the people. You told Hebrew is the language, but how do you know? Because when you look at the quote unquote Hebrew, it's 80%, 85% Arabic. Hmm? But the actual word, language is in Africa. I speak it, Lingala. We we call children, we say Bana. In Arabic, they say sometimes it depends on the context. It says Ben or Ban. Huh? Water, right? In Lingala, we say Mai. When you look at the uh, strong concordance in Genesis, where it says God separated the waters, guess what the word is? Mai. Do you think it's a coincidence that in my native tongue we're gonna have Hebrew languages, but we all the way in, in Central Africa? How did it get there? And we even have uh, Greek words in our language. Like I say, I'm not saying it. The people who study us, they say they themselves studying us. Oh, okay, Tess, I see you're a lady. Okay, thank you. I really, I really wanted to, uh, was it make this video because I think it's an interesting topic. Uh, yeah, it's been three hours long. Wow, I, I couldn't believe that I'll, <laughs> that I'll talk this long. I was, I'll be here for a short minute. Like I said, guys, you see me not even going deep. Look how long it took me to 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 basically reiterate and basically because I know how mankind is. We have a short attention span, but here's the thing: if you told the truth in the short, you you won't accept it. It has to be repeated. That's why you notice me, I'm saying something over and over and over. Because people, most people, they got to be told over and over and over so it will stick. 
So when I say Abraham left Egypt and went down to Ethiopia to 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 land beyond Ethiopia, I'm repeating over and over because it's it's gonna start clicking. You say, oh, wait, wait a minute. Okay, somebody's in Kemet, leaves Kemet and is heading south of Kemet. You know, shout out to my uh uh what the conscious community, you know, Kemet, Egypt, you know. We were kings, you know. I know people make fun of, but we you know Kemet, you know, Africa, Africa. Okay, you're in Kemet and you're taking your foot and you're walking towards the south of Kemet. Where are you going? Are you going to Palestine? No. See, see, see how simple that was. I'm not saying it. You're not saying it. The Bible is saying it. So. That's it. Yeah, I'm getting it. I'm guys, I'm getting a lot of trolls, man. <laughs> I'm sure you guys can see them. So I'm I'm just blocking them. Since I'm not watching the chat and just speaking my mind and you know, just flow. Uh that's probably why the um uh they they're taking this chance to to jump on it. So I'm I'm probably showing up in the algorithm. Look. What did I tell you? Got two new ones. <laughs> I just got two new ones. So, you know why I'm getting a bunch of trolls? Because uh, I'm speaking something that's uh, that shouldn't be spoken. You know, I'm speaking something that's not, not supposed to be spoken. Uh see but you know what i really appreciate you guys coming here you know it's on a weekend some people are relaxing with their family members so oh what the man man it's a fight trying to 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 speak the truth here There's a lot of books, uh, Brother Imperator. So, <clears throat> again, let me show you this map. Three hours is a long time. It's a long, long time. And like I say, this information I'm bringing out, this information should shock the world. You guys may be minimizing this information now. But if more people start to talk about this, we may be into, onto something. And all we're going to be using is the Bible itself. Nothing else. Let the Bible speak for itself and you're going to win. Because if Christians are founded upon the Bible, and the Bible is telling you that King David was in Africa with Solomon. Uh, Abraham was in Africa with his wife and Lot. And God showed him the promised land, not in Palestine, not in Asia, but in Africa. The question is, where is that land? Should, why should, should we not try to find the location of that land? Because that's where Abraham was shown, right? I mean, isn't that good? 
Is that good or bad? So, yeah. Thank you, Gripper. I'm I'm trying my best, man. And you can see I'm under attack. You know, trolls. They <laughs> they're, they're jumping on you know on my uh, on my behind. You know, trying to trying to get me distracted. You know. Let's see. Uh, yeah. It's good to, to have people, you know, more monitors uh, checking to chat. So I'll say, uh, I've, I've said plenty, you know, I've said enough. Um, you know what? <clears throat> Let me, because I wanted to, you know, to flow, you know, I wanted to, to get my train of thought. So what I can do is let me post a link. If someone wants to, you know, add something or they have questions, you know, I'm going to open the flow for conversation. Like I say, this is what I see right now. You just using the Bible. And I didn't try to bring any other information, but uh, anybody is welcome. I remember the brother, the Pan-African Strikes Back brother was here earlier. I don't know if he's still here, but it'd be nice to, to hear another perspective. But uh, let me post a link in the chat. Uh, again, I'm going to show the picture. The question, why is what was why Israel is not the promised land? And you have great smart people that you can see in the picture right there. Um, I don't know the other two's name, but the one on the far right with the red tie is Prime Minister uh, Netanyahu. Netanyahu. I say Netanyahu, like in Lingala. Netanyahu, uh, people who speak Lingala will understand what I mean. Uh, and then you have a rabbi in the middle. I think the other guy with the beard, he's a rabbi, but I think Orthodox. So I just took that image, you know, with the, like, it's like saying, oh my God, you know, and I put the dot because in, in Judaism, you're not supposed to spell out God's name. So I, I put the dot, you know, in basically out of respect for how they express themselves. So they don't say the name of God out loud. They just say, like they'll say G-O-D or they say Hashem. So, and the question is, Israel is not the promised land? Now, watch this, guys. Here's another little detail information before anyone can come up. According to the UN records, right? Their own record history. Whenever they were trying to decide where to take the uh, the Jews after what happened in World War II, to their new place of refuge, they were trying to bring them back to their land, right? The promised land. You want to know one of the locations they were debating to bring them? You, you want to know where? Uganda. Uganda was one of the choices. Now, let me ask you this. Where is Uganda located at? Where is Uganda located at? And why did you have a group of Israelis back in the day before Israel became a state? Why were they debating whether they should go settle in the territories of Uganda? Because at that time, remember, Uganda was colonized, being, you know, colonization, like in the 40s, you know, Africa was under European rule. So after World War II, you know, the colonized nations, you know, the UN, they were like, you know, we need to find a place for these people so they can settle. 
so they can be at peace, no more war. And one of the locations that they wanted to settle, the quote-unquote Jews, they were trying to settle in uh, Uganda. Let me, now, slowly but surely, anyone who's smart, ask yourself, why will they want to have Uganda as one of the options for the people to settle down in a place that will be called, so-called, the promised land of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob? And coincidentally, Uganda is located where? From beyond the rivers of Ethiopia, Central Africa, by the equator, next to Congo. Coincidence? I think not. But like I say, it's up to you, the listener, listening to my voice, to do your own study. Take all the information that I just say, using just the Bible and maps. Look at it. Look at what you're told and look at what the Bible says and tell me who's the liar. I can't convince you. You have to see it with your own eyes. I try my best to show you images and everything else. If you don't see it, hey, I don't know what to tell you. But all I can say is, to me, I don't need a lot of evidence. The Bible is very clear. Now, unless Palestine was called Ethiopia 4,000 years ago, you know what? If, if it is a fact that it was, and you know, there is, there's evidence, archaeological, you know what? I'll come up and be like, you know, I apologize. The information that I brought up, I think I made a mistake because there's a, but until then, I think I'm, 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 I'm sitting with my hypothesis and my conclusion based on just the Bible. With just the Bible, something is not sitting right. Now, some people may look at it and say, oh, it's hate speech. And no, no. All I'm doing is just asking questions and trying to use the Bible, you know, because the Bible is a religious book. Now, some people use the Bible as uh, a tool, right? They use it as a document, a factual document, like a legal document. So all I'm saying is, if the Bible is a legal document to claim something, well, I'm using the legal document to show you that the legal document is pointing to a different location than what you're claiming. So I'll use an example. I'm in Houston, Texas. I buy a land in San Antonio, but I'm trying to claim a land in Frisco, North Dallas. How does that work? The title deed says your house is in San Antonio, but I'm going to Frisco to claim a land that has nothing to do with me. It's not part of the deed. Shouldn't that make anyone question? Be like, wait a minute, dude. You have a big land that you your ancestors bought in San Antonio. Why are you going to Frisco trying to get a land that doesn't belong to you using the title deed for the house in San Antonio? Because if the Bible is a title deed and the Bible says the promised land is beyond the rivers of Ethiopia, then what's, uh, the question should be, what are you doing over there in Palestine if you claim that's the promised land, but the Torah says it's not? Is it me saying it, or is it the, the Torah? The Torah is very clear. I didn't, I didn't write the, the, the Torah. Moses did. And if we are 
supposed to be follower of the Torah and we upload we, we are supposed to uphold Moses writing the five book of Moses the Torah Torah Tula Torah then shouldn't we honor the writings in it and try to live by it why do we have to lie because if if the Bible is clear though if the world already accept well wouldn't it make more sense to say that wait the Congo has every riches you can imagine. They have all the minerals. And that is the promised land. So let's go there. And guess what? The whole world already accepted you going to the wrong location. Don't you think they're going to accept you going to the right place? But the question is, why has that not happened? You know why? Because it's Africa. <laughs> Africa moto. 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 It's a Congolese song saying, Africa is hot. That's why they didn't come to the promised land because the land will have rejected KKF. You can't stay there too long. It's too hot. Huh? <laughs> it's humid hot, not dry hot or dry heat. It's humid heat. That's probably why, you know, I'm from there, so I know, you know, and I was watching the interview on YouTube about the the journalist, the Israeli journalist asking the people in Tel Aviv. And you know, one of the French guy, you know, a French uh, Israeli said, he said, man, he said, this is the right place. He's like, because the guy was asking me, he's, he was giving any his opinion. He said, well, why do you think this place is the promised land of Abraham? He said, well, because, you know, but he says, well, when we're trying to go to Uganda, he said, yeah, it is a fact that we're trying to go to Uganda. But uh, this place near the Mediterranean is 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 better. It's a it's it's a more fitting place for us. The weather is nice and everything. Yeah, it's nice because you know if you come to the heart of Africa, uh, you know, disease. Huh? We talk about Africa disease, the humidity, mosquitoes, uh, melanin can handle. You can't because you have a low dose. So, of course, the Mediterranean Sea, you know, the coast of the Mediterranean, will sound so perfect for you. <laughs> Do you, see, you guys see? You see how perfectly fitting this whole thing is? And it's all written in the Bible. It's all written in the Bible. God is, if God is not a liar, God said that his land is fruitful. And he says the wicked of his people will be spewed out, will be kicked out of the land. He didn't say my my precious land that's that never dries up will some way turn into a desert. He never say that. He never say that. And you notice the the uh, the equatorial forest in Central Africa. Some of those trees have been there for thousands of years. It's always green. It's unexplored. even today. It's unexplored because you know they kept Africa in uh, undeveloped. Now now that I look at it. I think it's a saving grace for Africa that it's not developed as people claim, like especially Central Africa. They keep a very, very, uh, what the Europeans would refer to as quote unquote primitive for a reason. Because if they develop their advance like everybody else, then guess what? Then comes laws, then comes regulation. You can't have that. We got to get that Colton for free. We got to get that copper for free. We got to get those diamonds for free. We got to ship those uh, gold to Rwanda for free. And we got to steal those animals, those gorillas, and take them over there, say that 
gorillas are inhabitants of Rwanda for free. When the gorillas, when they go over there, they always run run away from Rwanda and cross over to the Congo because that's where they're from. That's the land. Their quote-unquote gorilla ancestors always live in that area, nowhere else. You see? You see how perfectly fitting is? One day, if you get a chance, go to Congo. Go visit. You'll see what I mean. Yeah. That's that's as much as I as far I can go. Since I know these people didn't want to come up, that's okay. Maybe next time. But I think this topic is uh is very, very uh interesting. And if my my video or my live stream causes you other YouTubers to start talking about this, great. Because let this be a domino effect for the days to come. Because this is a very interesting topic. And all I did was use the Bible. That's all I did. That's all I did. And I really appreciate it for everybody who came in. I know it's it's not easy having a live stream. So <clears throat> I really appreciate you guys, you know, <laughs> coming in. Let me see. Let me put it so people can see. I really appreciate you guys stopping by. And like I say, once I end the stream, some of you may be shy. You may have certain questions you didn't want to say. Feel free to leave a message in a, in, a, in a comment section. And, you know, we can continue this conversation. If I have some new information, I'll probably post like a video or something or check my community tab because I've been, you know, going ham on my community tab because sometimes videos can get striked by YouTube. Like if you're, uh, you know, let's say the, the AI check your video and sees like they don't something you violate community guideline, they can strike it down, take it out. So that's why some words, I don't want to say it. But uh, on my community tab, you know, I, I I can freely say things because you know it's it's a post. But a video that can be you know AI control, yeah, certain words I can say like the N A Z I word I can say it. You know, I mean even careful like I can say the word you know the the J word because why? Because you know if we want to use you know just to I'm I'm Jewish, you know I believe in the Torah so. You know, I, I have that right because I am one, you know. So, yeah. <laughs> See, what's the saying? You got to play the game. It's it's part of the game, you know. It's it's the way it is because it's it's, just, it's a system. It's, it's a system. So, I really appreciate you guys coming by. Hopefully, the sound was great. You could hear me perfectly. I know I can hear myself great in my voice. And before I can part, you know, let me put back the image so you guys will have an idea. There is no history showing people living in Palestine being sold as slaves all over the earth. That story doesn't exist. So if that story doesn't exist, but there is a story 
of a people that were taken from a place called Ethiopia, Katopia, located in Central Africa, spread to, towards the West. And these people were sold as slaves all over the earth by European colonizers. And prior before the European arrival, the Muslim Arabs did the same thing with the other nations within Africa. Whom the Bible will call Canaanites, you know, uh, uh, was it Mizraim, Fut, all of them participated. It gets deeper, you know. Like I say, it's a dirty secret. Nobody wants to talk about it because it's very, very dirty. It's very, very, it's a very, very controversial topic. And a lot of people don't want to touch it because why? It will bring a lot of hatred to the open. It's the hidden hatred that have been kept down because nobody, it's like, shh, shh. Don't keep, keep very, very quiet. Don't talk about it. Don't say nothing. Forget about it. Don't mention it. They'll know. But guess what? Never forget 9-11. Never forget what happened in Germany. Never forget, never forget, never forget. But forget slavery. Forget what happened. Forget what the Arabs did. Forget what the Europeans did. It's in the past. Let's move forward. You got your civil rights. You got your independence. Let's move forward. Get pull yourself in the bootstrap. You know, those, you know, you know those conversations. But if we are about facts and if we're about the truth, should we not speak it? That's how I'm gonna end the show. We seek the truth and we're gonna get it by any means necessary. Thank you very much, everybody, for coming by. I am your host. I hope this uh, conversation was very pleasant. You learned something today. Maybe from the comments, I learned something. And hopefully next time we can get deeper into this topic. It's very, very controversial. That's why I even mentioned, I say, viewer discussion is advice. But I am sure that what I showed you has sparked your interest to find out more. So see you next time. May the Most High bless you. Be safe with your family this weekend. May the Most High and His mercies come upon you and your families so you can see tomorrow. He's the author of our breath. Let us thank Him each and every day. Peace. Beyond the rivers of Ethiopia. Ha, ha, ha.